super strong linebacker. So at the middle of the field, shaking hands as Fort Payne is preparing to come out of the uh, inflatable Wildcat head. Got the smoke rolling. I'm sitting there looking at the captain over there. It looks like 93, the big guy. Is that 93? It's 53, I 53. think. 53. Christopher Hamilton. Always like to look at the size of these guys. Let's check him out. And I don't have 53 on my, my list of it's players. It's down at the bottom. He's offensive lineman. Gotcha. Okay. He is 6'4", 215. I'm a little bigger than Christopher Hamilton. I don't look that good, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell everybody. I, I'm... I'm about the size of Cam Newton, but I look nothing like Cam Newton. <laughs> He's got muscles in all the right places. I do not. Okay, there's a coin toss. Four Payne wins the coin toss. I think they're probably going to take the ball. Nope, they defer. So I would imagine Mortimer Jordan's going to take the ball. Mortimer Jordan is uh, their school... You know, I didn't look that up, Ryan. It's what? in Kimberly. It's it's. Is it, it's I don't know exactly the distance. Yes, yeah, north of Birmingham. Just so you go Gardendale, you go from downtown Birmingham. You go Gardendale, Fultondale, uh, Kimberly's right in there, and then you've got Coleman, uh, Decatur, Priceville. So around, so around the I sixty five. It's right off I sixty five. It's 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 not quite to Coleman from Birmingham. So. Not a bad drive for them up to Fort Payne. No, I would imagine it's a, a good hour and 45 minutes to get here, maybe two hours. But All right, we're getting ready to kick it off. The hype's beginning. The players are hyped. The cat is growling over there, That's as right. I like to say. And we're getting ready to run it out. The fans are here. We're a minute 35 away from the start of tonight's action. Yep. Fort Payne breaks through, the, breaks through the banner first. I think it was Caden Kilgore did a little roll there or something. I don't know if he tripped or meant to do that. So he's already hit the ground. Yeah. All right. All right, Fort Payne heads out. Mortimer Jordan, as soon as they get all over to their side, will break through their banner, and we'll get ready to get it on. Now, these ref, these, uh, tell me about the state playoff referees. Are these, yeah, are they you, from around here? Or? You have to, no, you have to have, I don't know exactly where they're from, but you, you don't use your local refs. They assign, they're assigned. Everything from here forward is managed by the state. During the, um, the regular season, the individual school, the hosting school, manages all that. But now, um, at this level, the state manages it, and only and the officials are rated after each game. I don't know if I think the, the coaches rate them as well, and their rating system goes into whether or not they get a playoff game. And so, this is a you're going to have your better officiating crews from here forward each week. Um, so I don't I don't know exactly where this crew's from, but it's not going to be local. All right, Fort Payne tonight wearing their black jerseys with Vegas gold shoulders and white trim and the black helmets with the FP on the side. And tonight they're donning the silver britches with the That's black it. and gold and white stripes. They'll be taking on the Mortimer Blue, Blue Devils, who of course are blue and white, but they have all their all-white uniforms. We call In Auburn, we call those the Stormtrooper uniforms. <laughs> when they're white helmets, white jerseys, white pants. Uh, very Kentucky looking. Uh, they're royal blue. They got the blue stri royal blue stripes. Stripes on the stripes on the shoulder pads and the blue numbers. And I do not know what's on the side of their helmet. Probably MJ because that's I, I see the logo they have over there. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, the New York Jets um, football with the J E T S on it. Oh, uh, with the oval. Yeah, have the oval background with the uh, MJ in the middle of it. Yeah, it looks very New York Jets like. Although the jerseys and pants look very Indianapolis Colts. Of course, I guess you could argue. That's a, a New York Jets look, too. It's just blue instead of green. 
right, so Fort Payne will be kicking off. Mortimer Jordan will get the ball first as we get started here in the first round action of the playoffs here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Yeah, kind of exciting, isn't it, Chris, to get, get things rolling with playoff football. It is a little exciting. Here we go. Kick is away. This is a line drive. This is going to go into the end zone, and it is for a touchback. So Mortimer Jordan will start first and 10 from their 20. Good good start for Fort Payne to get that kickoff in the end zone. Good job, Hayden Chambers. Nice kickoff by Chambers. Now, I don't want to say Fort Payne has struggled this year because I don't want to diss the defense, but that's one thing we've had a hard time doing is stopping teams at times yeah. when we've needed to. But Yeah, they're going to they're gonna be heavy on the run. In fact, they've got a running back in there that's normally not playing. So instead of Terrence Gaines, they've got their linebacker, DeAndre Williams, there at the back. Ames is the quarterback. He turns, hands it to his running back, follows his blockers. Fort Payne's there, but he picks up about three yards. He'll set up second and seven for the Blue Devils. Watched a little film on uh, Mortimer Jordan this week. Well, now they bring him out. The normal starting running back's in. I'm not sure why they brought the linebacker in to run that play. But their normal number five, uh, Terrence Gaines, at running back, is back in. Gaines is back in. Blue Devils have three receivers, two far side, one near. The ball is almost in the middle of the field. Ames takes the ball, hands it off to Gaines. Gaines up the middle, breaks through some tackles, and he picks up a first down up to the 31-yard line. They do a heavy dose of pulling. You'll notice that that tight end runs like an H-back, and he's going to do a lot of trap blocking in this offense. All right, a lot of tempo as Mortimer Jordan hikes the ball quickly. They hand it off to running back. Fort Payne there. Good tackle. And they tackle him for about a yard loss. It'll be second and 11. Yep, there's Tyler Wooten again picking back up where he's been uh, dropped off the last couple of weeks, still making plays at linebacker. Good first down play there. It looks like Fort, looks like um, I've seen that before. Um, Auburn has done it in years past where you make the first down and it's. Yeah, real tempo. Real tempo. tempo. Yeah. I mean, they didn't give Fort Payne hardly any time to even get down to before they hiked the ball. They slowed down on this one, though. <laughs> They sure did. It's second and 11. 10.47 to play as we get started here in the first quarter of tonight's matchup. At a while, I did it. I did it. Go. I knew it was. Mortimer Jordan with the ball first. Ames takes the hike ball. He throws it out ah. to his front back. We miss the tackle. He gets about eight yards. I mean, gets about 10 yards, but it's still about a yard and a half short. Yeah, Bennett Blanks right there on the play and just missed the tackle. Little, little um, uh, bubble pass out to the running back in the flats. So that's going to bring up third and two. Ball is on the Mortimer Jordan 38. I got to let that roll off the tongue a few times tonight. Yeah, it'd be really good to see uh, a big stop right here. Three and out on the first uh, uh, series of the game. Not a three and out. This would be, they actually got a first down. So, All right, 10 minutes to play in the first quarter. Third and two for the Blue Devils. Wildcats opening a stop. They, they have two men shift. Just. Now they stop and look over the sideline, see if Fort Payne adjusted to what they didn't want to do. Ames is your quarterback for the Blue Devils. He turns, hands it to his running back, Gaines. Gaines <clears throat> gets the first down. Yeah. And about four or five yards on that play, he gets the ball up to the 44-yard line for a first down. Yeah, they came They came with numbers load, overloading on this side. Uh, and then ran, play, ran that strong side, and Fort Payne didn't have enough numbers to keep it from uh, getting the first down. So it'll be a first down for the Blue Devils at their own 44. 9.30 to play here in the first quarter. No score in this one as uh, Blue Devils get the ball, have gotten the ball first. Ames is your quarterback for the Blue Devils. He's in the shotgun. He has three receivers, two far side, one near. He has Gaines behind him, the running back. Ames fakes the handoff to Gaines. Look at the throw. He hits his, uh, I think that's tight end over this way. Yeah. That's that H-back. They're going to run. They're going to run the H-back across.
across the formation either to the block or sometimes they'll run that little uh, flat route and uh, normally on a lot of plays I'd say half the plays I watched on film that 40 number 40 runs across uh, the line either to kick or in that case he runs into the flats but uh, quarterback not able to get it to him in stride to make any more yards than just what the catch had that play picked up three yards up to the Blue Devil 47 yard line it'll be second down and seven for Mortimer Jordan they have two receivers this time, two on the far side. Ames is your quarterback. They moved just then, yep. and the flag is thrown. Back them up five, Brian. Nice play. We need, we need mistakes. Uh, just uh, any mistake we'll take. All right, that's going to back it up five yards. That'll bring up second and 12 now. Now, we, we got to take advantage of these behind the sticks. Yeah. <clears throat> really good. be great to get a negative play to set up a long third down here for Fort Payne. I would imagine, I'm guessing maybe uh, – this would be a pass if I'm if I'm them. I'm looking pass here to try to set up a manageable third down. All right, they have they have four receivers now. Three far side, one near. I would look at this stick. They're gonna look they're gonna look short right here on this inside slot. Aims gonna turn right fake there. down of gains. There he is, and he dropped the ball. Oh. Quick throw, but it just right bounced right out of the hands, Brian. Yeah, it's hard it's hard there to play that run. Luke Patton's really kind of on an island, but having to play soft and that leaves that that interior there, and he. He hit him and just dropped it, so uh, they have to have Luke come down a little harder on that. It'd be hard to stop that. That was quick. I think that's an RPO there, though, because he sees that slot receiver uh, basically. And he's covered up. Luke's there, but he's just playing such a soft coverage that he has to take advantage of that, and he just dropped the ball, for quite frankly. All right, third and 12, four receivers again, 8.05 to play, and whistle's blown. They're going to call a timeout, and their coach is hot. <laughs> All right, so Mortimer Jordan will call a timeout. No, no, they did. Illegal procedure against uh, Mortimer Jordan. Back him up five yards. It's going to be third and 17. Yeah, now Fort Payne's decision is, are we going to try to bring pressure or just rush four? You rush four and drop seven, you can get in coverage and, and get some good uh, good coverage, but you really got to get pressure. All right, I'm, I'm going to speak up. That that really hadn't worked for us a lot this year. Yeah. We'll see what we'll see what Coach Warnador and Coach Prater decide to do here. I'm voting for the pressure, but, but got, we'll, we'll yeah, see. you really got to try to create pressure. You can't let him just sit back there all day. All right, third and seventeen. Warnador Jordan takes a snap. Aims they are with the dropping ball. in coverage. He's looking downfield. He's going to be flush. He's trying to make room. Four paints there. He's going to fall down. Oh, oh that's he's going to throw a third. That's grounding right there, and he's reaching for it. He didn't pull it though. Right. Yeah, oh, there the back it. judge pulled. I mean, the umpire pulled it. You know, it's funny, Chris, and just watching what I've seen out of Mortimer Jordan this year, their quarterback, number seven, Garrett Ames, is a very talented quarterback. He's got really good legs. He runs the ball well, but he, he does have a propensity to make some mistakes, and if Fort Payne can force those kind of mistakes and take advantage like they did here, can really help out this offense uh, and get them set up. We should get in some good field position here. I personally thought he gave up on the play a little early. I know yeah, Fort Payne was rushing. He tends to do that. I've seen him. He'll break loose and have some open grass and just drop the ball. He's fumbled a couple times once uh, without any real pressure. He just kind of bobbled it and just dropped it. Um, you know, evidently he's their punter too. <laughs> so after that, after that uh, penalty, that moves that they'll be punting back from their own 12-yard line. Brandon Oliver standing about the 48, but now they're going they're going to fake that and do some weird. Yeah, that's their shift. It's very similar to what Fort Payne does. All right, the punter, punter goes back. He's standing on his own two. There's a snap, a little bit high. He gets it away. Nice punt, end over end. Brandon there. It's going to take oh, yeah, a, a Fort Payne bounce, bounce back back <laughs> toward Mortimer Jordan. So Fort Payne will start their first 
set of, seri set of downs on the Mortimer Jordan side of the field, Brian. Yeah, that worked out great for Coach Elmore calling for a, a deferring to the second half. You know, about midway through the season, he decided, hey, if we win the toss, we're going to take the ball. And this time, decided to defer, and it's worked out great for them in this first series. All right, Fort Payne will get start their first offensive series with 7.47 to go in the first quarter. No score in this one as Fort Payne holds Mortimer Jordan on their first series of downs, and looks wow. like they got Mortimer Jordan to jump, Brian. Yeah. It, right now, at least these first five minutes of the half, Mortimer Jordan making far more mistakes at this point in the game, which is really to Fort Payne's advantage. All right, that'll now make it first and five from the Mortimer Jordan 39-yard line. It's always fun to move forward without running a play. Exactly. Arnador is your quarterback for Fort Payne. He's got four receivers. Blaylock in the backfield. He's looking to throw. He's going to roll out right. There He's going to take it himself. He's at the 40, the 35. He gets to the DeKalb, fix it first down, and run out of bounds about the 32-yard line. Yeah. I, I, I was um, glad to see Dax willing to go ahead and tuck it and run. He got outside that defensive end, slipped on his pass lane, and Dax was able to easily get outside of him and, and glad to see he saw that open grass and took advantage of it. All right, that picked up a first first down for Fort Payne. 7.38 to go, no score. Arnador is your quarterback. He's got double stack on each side. Quick throw over to the right side. Up to the 35. Went down to the 35. Yeah, but it looks like, holding there. Looks like it's going to be holding as the flag's thrown on. Shankles with the reception. Yeah. Pick, initially picked up about seven yards. And it looks like Fort Payne's walking yeah. back. I guess that's Brandon. That's the only other guy out there. So that'll be a 10-yard penalty. I believe that's from the spot from the line to gain, so it'll be first and 15. Or maybe a little bit less than that. Yeah, about first and 15. Yep. i tell you what, I missed the digital readout uh, yeah. first down markers we, we saw get, last week. We need to uh, do a GoFundMe and get yes. one of those for Fort Well, I can just look at those. All right, it is, looks like first and 15, as Brian said. Ball on the 38-yard line of Mortimer Jordan. Barnador is your quarterback. He's got four receivers. He's going to throw quick out to Brandon mm. Oliver just too far inside, and Oliver slips down an incomplete pass. Yeah, Brandon looked uh, – I'm not sure that there's a there's a, um, a wide receiver screen was kind of a stop, and then there's one where you kind of tunnel it and come inside. And it looked like Dax was throwing to a tunnel, but but Brandon was uh, playing it like a hitch. Our Fort Payne hasn't uh, put the ball in the basket of Blaylock yet, but they got four receivers. It's second down. They hand off to Blaylock, but they go over to the side to number 17, Riker Shankles, and he gets back to the original line of scrimmage, so it'll be third and 10 for the Wildcats. Yeah, passing situation before Payne goes with Skylar Cody in now uh, for uh, when well Blake Griggs is coming in. We're going to go five wides here. 7.15 to go. No score in the ball game. Fort Payne on their first yeah, series of downs. Skyler in the backfield now. They may try to get to him on the wing on the sides. Barnador. There it is. Screen. There it Screen is. Screen play. They've got uh, they got uh, number one Dubo um, Cody. He's close. He gets to about the 25-yard line. That's going to set up a fourth and two, Brian, or fourth two and a half. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're right on the edge. I don't know if Coach Elmore, yeah, he's going to go heavy package here, which is interesting for a fourth and three. That's a it's a long distance to try to get three yards with a short yardage package. Yep, 6.50 to go. No score. Fort Payne going for it here. It's a bit of a hybrid now. they got some wide receivers in as well. 
Dax looked like he tried to do a hard count. Mortimer Jordan, Mortimer Jordan did not jump. I think we've seen this personnel in for this package. Takes a snap. And Mortimer Jordan had neither, and they call a timeout. I think they were just as interested in how that came out there. All right, so Mortimer Jordan takes a timeout. We'll take it with them. We'll be back right after this. This is Wildcat Football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. We're back here, Wildcat Stadium, 6.30 to go in the first quarter. No score in this one. Fourth down play for the Wildcats. It's fourth and two and a half. Mortimer Jordan loading up the line. They put a, Wildcats put a man in motion. Varnador rolls out right, Dang. throws to his man. Oh. Pass is incomplete. So turnover on downs. Yeah. <clears throat> Good play set up. Uh, very interesting personnel package. Nolan actually was open on that, and Dax, wasn't, with the pass rush, wasn't able to step into it and get it out there enough for Nolan to get to it. But and Coach Helm, we're talking to Dax about that right now, making sure he saw what he wanted him to see. But he had the guy, and it was there. Uh, Nolan's open. Dax couldn't step into it, couldn't get it out to him, but it's uh, unfortunate Fort Payne has to turn it back over. So after turnover on downs, Mortimer Jordan will get it on their own 25-yard line with 6.22 to go and no score in this ballgame. Ames is the quarterback for the Blue Devils. He's got two running backs in the backfield. He turns, hands it to Gaines. Gaines falls on his blocker, spins, gets knocked down, but not before he picks up three yards to set up second seven. Carter, Tank, uh, Carter Tinker reads that well, steps up into the line of scrimmage, uh, makes makes running back run, move just a sidestep to allow for his other guys to come make, get some help. All right, six minutes to go, no score. Ball now on the Mortimer Jordan 29-yard line. Second and six. They're going to give him four on that play. They've got a bunch set close on the far side. One receiver on the near side. Fakes the handoff. Throws to the That's holding. back outside. Out that side. He's around the left side. Got the first down. And he's knocked out of bounds at the 41 for a first down. Yeah, Caden uh, uh, Dubos out there in position. Looked like he was getting held by by the way he was running to the, to the receiver, but wasn't able to get out there in enough time to to stop him. Play picked up 11 yards. It'll be first and 10 from the Mortimer Jordan 40-yard line. 5.40 to go, no score. Wildcats looking to hold the Blue Devils one more time and get the ball back. Four receiver set, three near side, one far side. Ball is on the far hash. Ames turns hands off to Gaines. Gaines with the ball, finds a hole. There we go. Flagstone quick. It looks like the old <laughs> holding call. Yeah, I, you don't ever see that anything but holding. And that is holding against Mortimer Jordan. So Mortimer Jordan with a couple of penalties so far. Start the game. 5.34 to go in the first. It'll back it up 10. Yeah, and this, this game, Fort Payne is uh, flipping their corners. Malachi Jelks and, and Connor Kinsley are flipping. Connor's ended up on the single receiver side with number uh, zero, um, Dante Williams. All right, that's going to bring the ball back all the way to the Mortimer Jordan 30. 
think it's going to be a first and 20. Wow. Yep, it is first and, and 20. Big, big penalty there. Four receivers set again for the Blue Devils. Nope, they got five receivers this time. They moved the running back out to the far side. So Ames in the backfield by himself. Takes a snap. He's looking through. He's going to call his own number. Tried to go up the middle. Four planes there, and they drop him for about a five, six-yard loss. Yeah. <clears throat> Had the rush lanes. I don't know if that was a called quarterback draw or not, but Caden uh, Kilgore started to the right of his uh, blocker and then came back underneath right as the quarterback chose to run. And like I said, I don't know if that was a designed run or not, but Caden did a great job of coming back, fighting across the face of his blocker and being right there in the hole where the running back, where the quarterback was trying to run. Great job, Caden. He did lose five on the play, so it'll be second down and 25 with 4.50 to go in the first quarter. No score in this one. Ames takes a snap, fakes the handoff, comes across the receiver in the middle of the field. He's hit quick after he picks up about six yards. That's fine. Take that all day long at, at second and 25. Yep, it's going to be third and... Looks like 17 now for the Blue Devils. 4.28 to go. In the first. Let me say the first. Yeah. <laughs> All right, big play here for the Wildcats. Chance to get off the field. Four receiver set. Ames takes the ball. Looking to throw. Four oh. pains there. They flush him out. He moves over near side. Nobody's there. He's... Throws it downfield. That's uh, out of bounds, incomplete. So Fort Payne holds, Brian. Yep, great job, great coverage. Fort Payne able to get pressure with just four rushers and, and flush uh, Ames out of the backfield on his pass plays. And um, great job getting pressure by this to the front four. That really, really will pay off if Fort Payne can continue to do that all night. All right, four minutes to go in the first quarter. Fort Payne will get the ball after stopping the Mortimer-Jordan drive. Brandon Oliver back for the Wildcats. Oh, straight up kick. This is going to roll off over the near side. That went maybe 10 yards. Coach Hillmore helping him spot it. <laughs> yeah. And where are they going to mark it? Uh, I'd be surprised if that was even 10 yards. Coach Hillmore is going to fight for every yard he can get. Yeah, they're talking about it. I'm not sure what they're talking about. It's like they didn't spot it. They couldn't figure out where it went. Okay, this, he is going to hold his hand up at the 46-yard line. So, Fort Payne again with great field position. He may have come over and said, do you know where it went out of bounds? He said it was so short, I have no idea. Well, let's put it right here. All right, the Wildcats with the ball. 3.55 to go. They have the ball on Mortimer Jordan's side of the field. And once again, turn, hand the ball to Blaylock. Blaylock out the middle. Blaylock gets to the 40. The 35, 30, makes a cut down at the 29-yard line. For the cab, fix it first down. Yeah, Carter Blaylock's first run of the night, and it's a big one. Good job there. Uh, we really hadn't seen him. Kind of tried to set the tone with the pass early, and uh, that, that opened it up for Carter Blaylock. Nice run. Our Fort Payne puts four receivers, three on the far side. Brandon Oliver near. Barnador has Blaylock in the backfield with him. He takes a snap. He throws outside to Shankles again. They they go for that play out there. I don't know if they've seen something on field. But that's about yeah. two or three times they've tried that. Just trying to stretch that defense, get them running side. That's part of uh, you know you, you get people used to running sideline to sideline, and then you can hopefully gash them with some Carter Blaylock after you set it up with those kinds of plays. Well, the play lost two yards on that one, so it'll be second and twelve. They got second and eleven. I would like to see another Blaylock run here soon. Barnard with snap, hands it to Blaylock. Blaylock in the middle, he's there up, he's is. at the 25, he's at the 20. If he goes through another tackle, he gets to the cap, fix it first down inside the alpha red zone. Just like that, that's exactly what you draw it up, Chris. That's exactly, <laughs> and that red zone is sponsored by Tyler Griggs. 
So it'll be first and 10 on the Mortimer Jordan 17-yard line. Two big plays by the running back, Blaylock. Arnador takes snap. He's going to hand it to Blaylock again. Follows that hole up the middle, ah, but there's a flag. There's and, that. and you know what that's going <laughs> to do, Brian. It's going to be the same thing it was for us. We call it the old drive killer. <laughs> Looks like a holding call. The flag thrown in the middle of the line, and that is holding gets Fort Payne. That'll be a bring with it a 10-yard penalty. Man, I hope it's from the spot, not from the line of scrimmage. Uh, it's usually the spot, but I think in this case, that's going to be really close to where the line of scrimmage was anyway. So, so we're going to be looking at probably a first and 20. Close to it. Close to it. Maybe a first. Oh, not that close. Yeah, 18. What is yeah. that? Uh, you could do the math. I can't see that far. <laughs> I'm blind on this side. All right, it's going to be first and less than 20. Fort Payne puts a man in motion. Varnador takes snap. He hands it off up the middle. Dubos. Dubos gets around the tackle right side. He's at the 15. He's at the 10. He's loose. And he gets off the cap. Fix it first down to the six-yard line. Really, really nice run there from Caden Dubos. Um, really, really nice run there. I mean, Brian, the, th the running plays right now, or what? We're doing, the line's doing something in the middle. Yeah. All right, the 2.27 to go in the first. No score. First and 15. Uh, not first and 15. First and goal for the Wildcats. They give it to DeBose. He's trying to snake through. He picks up about two yards. It'll be second Coach and goal Omar, for the four. He may go He may go short yardage here soon. It's getting. He's on the five-yard line, second down. Not yet. 2.15 to go in the first quarter. No score in this one so far. Both teams have had it twice. So second and goal. Looks like the ball's about on the four-and-a-half-yard line. Varnador. Takes snap, turns, hands it to DeBose. DeBose trying to get through, falling his blockers, Close. and he's going to get down to the two-yard line. No, they're going to give him the one, Brian. May see, may here they come. Yeah, here comes heavy package now. Fort Payne going short yardage. It'll be third and goal from the one. Fort Payne looking to be the first team to put points on the board with a minute 40 and counting left in the first quarter. No score. Fort Payne looking to strike first. Heavy package in. Varnador goes under center when we have this package. No receivers. Three running backs. Varnador takes snap, turns, hands it to Bose. To Bose gets in. Touchdown for Pay. You know, it's been very interesting, Chris, all season long. Fort Payne virtually has about two plays that they run the majority of the time out of that package and it's still tough for defenses to stop it. You know that it's coming. You, know it's you get coming. double leads. You get a, a fullback and another running back running downhill blocking for Caden Dubos and it's still difficult to stop. And that'll set up the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. One minute, four pain scores with a minute 15 left to go in the first. There's a snap, high snap, holds down, kick is up. And good, and we remain, I believe, perfect on the year on extra points. All right, so Fort Payne scores seven, so with a minute 15 to go, they live, they lead the Blue Devils of Mortimer Jordan 7-0. We'll be back after this 30-second commercial. Right after this, this is Fort Payne. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! 
Welcome back to Wildcat Stadium where your Fort Payne Wildcats are the first to score in this first playoff game. They lead 7-0 over the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. Brian, how about that drive? Yeah, uh, Fort Payne really started to try to establish the pass early. Then went to uh, Carter Blaylock and some Caden Dubos in there as well and, and really starting to establish a run. I'd be surprised. I think Coach Elmore may go a little bit more to that well in this next drive when they get the ball back. All right, here's the kickoff. It's a Great long kick. one. And this one's go back midway through the end zone. It'll be a touchback. Mortimer Jordan started first and 10 from their own 20. That's a yeah. nice kick there. Yeah, it was. That was about six, seven yards deep. I don't know if he's got a wind, but uh, nice kickoff by Hayden Chambers there. Chris Athens up on Oxford, seven to nothing in the first quarter. A little surprising. Uh, Moody leading Scottsboro, seven to three. Gaston City up on Gardendale, three to nothing. Minute 15 to go in the first. Former Jordan Blue Devils with the ball on their own 20. They got four receivers, two on each side, very similar uh, linemen like Fort Payne. Gaines in the backfield with Ames, the quarterback. Ames takes a snap. He's looking to throw in across the middle. Nobody's there and passing a play. Looks like the receiver got yeah, mixed yeah. up. <laughs> got, got just a slight tug by Bennett Blanks, but the receiver tried. It looked like he was at a double move, and the quarterback threw it on the first move, and he made another one. So I don't even know if he could runs free if he doesn't still miss that ball. But five up, 14 to nothing on West End. Gunners will lead in Springville 7 to nothing. All right, second down and 10 for the Blue Devils. A minute 10 left to go in the first quarter. Seven to nothing lead for the Wildcats. They hand off to Gaines. Gaines trying to go around the left side. He finds a hole, and he gets enough for a, for a Mortimer Jordan first down. Picked up 11 on that play. Yeah, they, they do have sound blocking schemes, and if they can get some cracks in there, five's a good running back. After the first down, it's tempo. Hurry down, hike the ball. They hand it off to Gaines again. He goes around the left side again. Looks like the same play. He picks up about seven yards, Brian. Yeah, Fort Payne may have to make an adjustment on that uh, strength alignment. Fort Payne tries to go strong side, weak side in their alignment, even on the line, even on the defensive line. All right, Blue Devils going tempo again. It's second and four. They turn. Fake the handoff to the running back. Quarterback rolls out right. Throws it in the middle of the field. Finds his receiver. He picks up the first down up to the 48-yard line. Yeah, good, good pass route. Good coverage by Luke, and quarterback makes a nice throw there. Flag on the play. Here we go. There's going to be a flag on that play. He did get to the 49-yard line. An eligible receiver. An eligible receiver downfield. I tell you what, uh, we've been on that uh, bug, bug. Well, when you run, R yeah, when you run RPOs, Chris, um, run pass options, and and you pull it down, and you don't throw it immediately, you run the risk of your offensive line getting downfield, and that's usually on a play like that. That's what ends up happening is an offensive lineman's thinks we're run blocking and uh, he gets end up ends up further downfield than he's supposed to be and that creates that problem. So after the five yard penalty it'll be second and nine. 34 seconds to go in the first quarter. Seven nothing lead for the Wildcats. Ball is on the Mortimer Jordan 33. Ames is your quarterback for the Blue Devils. Hands it to Gaines. Gaines around the left side again. They found something over there. He picks up a lot of yardage. He's getting a first down. He's still going and he Breaks it all the way across midfield to the Fort Payne 46. Yeah, as we're seeing there, he's a he's got some pop in his step, Chris. You give him some, just give him some leaks, and, and he can create some problems for you. Fort Payne going to have to be sound defense to stop him all night long. The Blue Devils have found something on that left side. They've been very productive going that way. Yeah. Five seconds to go here in the first. Quick snap, hand it off again to Gaines. Gaines trying to bounce that way. Fort Payne, no, he's tripped up by his own player. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It, 
Somebody must have hit him, but anyway. All right, so the play failed again. That'll be at the end of the first quarter, so it'll be second and ten when we come back. Fort Payne leads. One of our Jordan Blue Devils, 7 to nothing. We'll be back right after this. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Back to Wildcat Stadium here in Fort Payne in the first round of the playoffs. Fort Payne taking on Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. Up from, as Brian said, Kimberly, Alabama. Yep. Chris, if you're scoring it by quarters, Fort Payne wins the first quarter. Now we got to win the second quarter now. It'll be a second and ten as they cross for the first time into Fort Payne territory. They got a five receiver set. Ames is your quarterback. They put gains out near side. Ames takes a snap, yep. quick throw, finds his man at the 38. He's at the 40. He gets uh, enough for a first down. Yeah, when you when you play in that kind of man coverage, like Fort Payne's getting there, uh, Luke Patton's responsible for that guy, but he's also the free safety. May need some linebacker help there, Chris, just to cut off that passing lane. All right, after the first down, Mortimer Jordan, Mortimer Jordan going tempo. Quick snap. They hand off to running back Gaines off the right side this time. He's got his lane. He picks up about five yards on that one. They're going to give him six. Yeah, not uh, what what I've seen from Mortimer Jordan. Pretty simple offensive schemes. Uh, not a whole lot of, of uh, just some base offense. Just trying to get guys open. Uh, creating mismatches on the offensive line versus the defensive line. And they're taking advantage of that right now in this series. They give him seven. It's second and three with 11.37 to go in the half. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. They handed the gains up the middle this time. Fort Payne there, but not before he can pick up two yards or bring up third and one. Yeah, nice play there by uh, Lucas Talent. Crashing down on that, making the tackle. 11.25 and counting in the half. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. Mortimer Jordan has gone the deepest tonight as they are on the Fort Payne 27-yard line. Yeah, they're replacing a receiver with what looks like another tight end here. May try to create that mismatch they had a while ago. Two receivers. Gaines in the backfield with Ames Terms. Handed the Gaines up the middle. He's got a hole, and he's nobody there but one, and he beats him, and he's in for the touchdown. So Mortimer Jordan scores after the running play from Ames. Now we'll try the extra point to tie things up. That was a heavy dose of aims uh, on that one. Yeah, I mean, uh, gains on that creating, one. Creating, uh, I mean, they, they found something similar that Fort Payne found with Carter Blaylock that um, Gaines getting some, some gashing holes there and taking advantage of it. All right, Mortimer Jordan with the extra point attempt. Snaps down, kick is up, and... Good. All right, so with 10.56 to go in the half, it is now tied 7-7. Seven to seven. We'll take a 30-second. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get back and just like that the tie ball game here in Fort Payne Alabama first round playoff game between Fort Payne and Mortimer Jordan seven to seven with 10:56 to go in the half yeah, as we mentioned in the pregame just set up for this game two very similar two very similar teams football teams and uh, Mortimer Jordan returned the favor of what Fort Payne did to them on their touchdowns drive and uh, drove it right down with a steady dose of run plays a little bit of pass mixed in all right the Blue Devils with their kickoff Whistles are blown. Is there somebody off sides? I don't know. <clears throat> Evidently so. So do we, we make them kick it again, or does it oh, matter? Oh, yeah. We'll try to set up a return on this. you got Skylar Cody back there. Dead ball off sides against Barber Jordan. So let's see. They, they took the kicking tee off the field. Now they're coming back on. It's like, like the Blue Devils thought they weren't kicking again. So they will re-kick. I noticed their kicker gets a long start on the ball. Does he? See how far back he goes? <laughs> I didn't see it. Watch him. I think it's a good 10-yard stride. Don't they usually do about five or seven? Uh, you can get back as far as 10, but. Look at him. Which he is. No, he's at 11. He's, he's yeah. 11 yards, dude. I just he's getting that much momentum. You better, you better drive it. He's getting 11-yard head start. And here's a kick. It's away. Scott will have a chance to return this one. And he's at the 10, 20, looking for a lane along the left side. Oh, Ball no. comes out. And, and they're going to give it to uh, Mortimer Jordan. Wow. All right, so Mortimer Jordan will get the ball first and 10 from the Fort Payne 25-yard line. And just like that. Yeah, that's a killer, Chris. we got to try to try to get a big stop here. Mm. Really, really, that's a that's a momentum swing that you've got to try to stave off. Fort Payne defense try to hold it here. All right, very little time went off the clock. Ten forty-seven to go in the half. Ball uh, score is tied seven to seven to seven. Now Mortimer Jordan threatening real quick after the turnover on the kickoff. Ames is the quarterback. Pitches it back to Gaines. Gaines tackled quickly this time. He yeah. picks up a yard. It'll be second and nine. Good play by Bennett Blanks there, shedding that block and coming down and making the tackle. Fort Payne really, really needs to get a hold here after that uh, fumble on the kickoff. Shop till 8 o'clock at Patterson's on Thursdays. Lay away for Christmas. Discounts throughout the store. New inventory weekly. Come by often. Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Ames with the ball. He's being flushed out. Fort Payne there. He's got to throw it. Uh, he got it away, and it was not grounding. But Yeah, nice nice pass rush. Fort Payne really getting pressure on Ames, making him look down instead of look up. That'll bring up a long third down, Brian. Third and nine. Yeah, this would be a big play right here. For the uh, Blue Devils. They're kind of in no man's land right here. This may be, yeah, they're going to bring in that tight end look. 
probably going to run here, Chris, if I had to guess, just based on the personnel and what they've done in the past, to possibly set up a uh, fourth down run play too because I don't know what kind of confidence they have in their kicking game. 10.06 to go in the half, 7-7 ball game. They move, they put two men in motion. Fort Payne shifts with them. And a timeout called. Is that going to be called on? Yeah, Fort Payne calls a defensive timeout. I don't think they adjusted to that shift. No, I think it's a penalty, Brian. Is it? Oh, we're waiting to Is see. Is that an alignment penalty? It's going to be offsides on Fort Payne. Yeah. So it's going to make a short third down now. That's going to be third and four. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't compound that mistake with another mistake. I think Coach Tinker's on the sideline going crazy with his maybe in a defensive lineman that was lined up in the neutral zone, gave them five free yards there. That's going to put the ball on the Fort Payne 19-yard line, third and four. Definitely make this four-down territory. Ames is your quarterback. Turns, hands off to Gaines up the middle. Fort Payne there, but he skates through enough for a first down. Mm. So it'll be first and 10 from the 12-yard line. Yeah, now the second quarter, first quarter, Border Jordan's making the mistakes, Fort Payne capitalizing. And now uh, Fort Payne's returning the favor, making some mistakes, giving Mortimer Jordan some advantage here. So they're Fort Payne really needs to hold here. They're going to spot it at the 13-yard line, first and 10, 9.33 to go, 7-7 ball game. Mortimer Jordan again in that tight set. Two receivers far side, they're going to fake the hand. No, they give it to Gaines. Gaines finds a hole, and he'll walk in for another touchdown. Now for, for now, Fort Payne will be playing catch-up, Brian. Yeah. <clears throat> Finding some gash and holes in there that uh, Fort Payne's got to resolve there. They've been doing some, uh, they've been doing a good job. They're just creating some mismatches in there. I don't know what's going on. Here's the extra point attempt. Squib kick. I mean, squib uh, hold. But it did, a good did job go just through. getting that down. He did. So kick went through good. So with 9.20 to go in the, in the half, Fort Payne now trails Mortimer Jordan 14-7. We'll take a 30-second timeout. Be right back after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Back here at Wildcat Stadium, and just like that, after the turnover, Mortimer Jordan capitalizes. Now they go a 14 to 7 on your Wildcats. Yeah, Fort uh, Payne really need to try to create some momentum. Thought we could off that uh, five-yard penalty kickoff. If it turns out we should have just taken the ball where it was and go with the offense, but of course you can't know that hindsight. All right, here's the kickoff again. This one's hit to Skylar Cody again. He receives it at the two, drops it. Ball's on the ground. He still hadn't picked it up. Three-yard line. They're there. He gets through, and he's tackled at the four. Man, that's can it go yeah, go wrong? That was they got went from bad to worse there. <clears throat> so. Uh, 
All right, so with 9.15 to go, Fort Payne will start deep in their own territory from their own four-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Wildcats. They will put it at the five, so first and 10 from the five. Four receivers set for the Wildcats. Three near side, one far. Barnador turns, hands it to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to find something, and uh, they're there, and he's going to lose three yards. It'll be for second and 13. No, they're going yeah. to give him a loss of just one. It'll be second and 11. I, I would imagine defense is going to try to create some pressure here for Mortimer Jordan. Four Payne's got to try to find some yards to get out of, uh, get out of their own end zone. 8.50 to go, 14-7 lead for the Blue Devils. Barnador takes a snap. Quick throw over to the right, oh, drop late. Over to Tyler Griggs, and I'm not Tyler Griggs, uh, Blake Griggs dropped yeah. it. So it'd be incomplete second. They'd be third and 11. Four Payne, uh, I think there's too much trying to get it all back in one play, Chris. You just can't do that. Slow down, play your offensive scheme, do what's in front of you, don't try to make more than what's there. And uh, I think Fort Payne's pressing right now too hard based on these mistakes. Barndor steps back to throw. No rush. Across the middle. Finds his man. And he gets the cap. Fix it first down up to the 16, 17-yard line. I mean, it just, just take what's there. You don't have to make. You don't have to score on every play, Chris. Just make what the defense gives you. Don't be greedy. Make your check downs if you have to. And, and here you go. First down. 8.27 to go in the half. 14-7 lead. They find, uh, they find uh, um, Brandon Oliver coming out of the backfield, but he's hit hard. Or Griggs, I'm sorry, for no gain. That'll be second and 10. You know, the 8-6 and six tough when they're, yeah, they are. when they're going down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invent an LED shirt <laughs> that lights up. LED light. It's going to light up, you know. It's going to have a battery pack in it. I'm sure that'd be awesome. All right, 14-7, eight minutes to go in the half. Fort Payne puts, puts Cody in motion. Barnador again throws it over here to, to Brandon Oliver, and he drops the pass. It's incomplete. It'll be third and ten. Yeah. Yeah, struggling to get the, uh, the, the, the tunnel screen set. Uh, these uh, wide, short passes, just the schemes are not, are not lining up right. They try to go over top with... Uh, yeah, third and ten, this would be a good opportunity to just see if Cody can blaze. 7.48 to go. Third and ten. Varnador. He's going through. Has a man wide open. Fowler. Fowler catches the ball at the 30. Ford DeCap picks it first down. He's at the 40. And he's dragged down to the 43-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> he was wide open, Brian. I know. Well, you know, Coach Elmore just excellent at drawing up plays, creating mismatches, watching what you do and then having something to spin off of it. And, and like you said, they bring a stunt, and Nolan is wide open right behind that. Farnador takes snap, hands it to Blaylock up the middle. Blaylock trying to find his way around like he did last time. It's okay. He it's picks pick up, up about four four yards. It'll be second and six. Good pickup there. Any, I mean, you're getting four yards, three, four yards on first down. That's excellent, Chris. All right, in Alabama, good sportsmanship is a high school tradition. Whether at home or on the road, make our schools and our communities and our students proud by displaying positive sportsmanship. Seven minutes to go in the half. 14-7 lead for the Blue Devils. Fort Payne with a man in motion. That's Fowler. Barnador hands it to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to find a hole. He does. He's at, he's at the 40. He's at the 35. It's a foot race. He's over 20. He gets around him in 25 to 15. He's at the 10. And he's dragged down at the 12-yard line. Yeah. And it's going to be a horse collar. Yeah. Uh, Carter 
Carter just has uh, in that in that situation, Chris. First off, to see the hole. I mean, from where we're standing, of course, we can't see offensive line viewpoint. But evidently, Carter just sees that hole and explodes through it, breaks through, and then he's just got instincts to get to the open space and watch where his defenders are coming to try to tackle him and still creating space there. All right, after that big run, it brings gets a DeKalb fix it first down inside the alpha red zone sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Now the penalty will move it even closer, so it's going to be first and goal from the three-yard line. This is that same personnel package we saw earlier where you have just kind of a hybrid. You've got uh, Mason Chandler in at a tight end, Carter Tinker at a tight end. Four Payne hasn't shown this package all year. Marnador. Claps his hand, takes snap, hands it off to Blaylock. Blaylock finds a hole. He's in. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Yep. You have a package like that, Chris. You've got you've got your outside threat with a uh, with. Uh oh. Uh oh. There is a flag on the play. Fowler saying something. It's thrown in the it's thrown in the end zone. That yeah, may be something after the play. Maybe unsportsman. We're going we're going to take all kinds of wild guesses here. I'm going for unsportsmanlike for the Blue Devils. Yes, let's hope. <laughs> and here comes, there is dead quiet. Personal foul. Hey, I was close. Touchdown is good. Yeah. Uh, well, that penalty I didn't, I didn't see what happened off. there, but, you know, in that kind of package, that gives you a little bit of a hybrid of the Mountain Music package where you've got wide receivers who could run routes. You've got to be able to be aware of them, but then you've also got the beef up front, and that's what Fort Payne took advantage of. All right, Fort Payne sets up for the Thrive Outdoor Extra Points. Snap, holds down, Varnador kick is up, and it is good. So, with 6.32 to go in the half, Fort Payne ties it back up. It's 14-14. to We'll be back right after this with Fort Payne Wildcat Football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! back here at Wildcat Stadium in Fort Payne, Alabama. First round playoff game. Your Wildcats are taking on the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. With 6.32 to go in the half, Fort Payne ties it back up 14-14 after a couple of spectacular plays by the Wildcats. Yeah, going to that, back to that running game, Carter Blaylock there, getting them all the way down and taking them into the end zone. Chris, we got a couple of scores. North Jackson leading Haleville 14-12. Leads over Arab 16-0. Fife all over West End 27-0. Gadsden City up 13-0 over Gardendale. Gunnersville 21 to nothing over Springville. Uh, Athens trailing uh, Oxford in the second quarter 21 to 7. All right, here's Fort Payne with the kickoff. After the penalty, they kicked it off from the 45 yard line of Mortimer Jordan. This is going to go back to the scoreboard. So Mortimer Jordan will get the ball in there on 12. I've always wondered when you got the ball that close, sky you just kick it. Yeah, sky kick it. Yeah. Instead of, let's see if we can touch the trees. Yeah, Geraldine all over uh, Susan Moore, 35 to nothing in the second quarter. Ooh, wow. So that's a big one there. Talk to Coach. I had to sit down with Coach uh, Davis this week. And, yeah. You know, he, he was excited about tonight's game. 
evidently there was a lot to be excited about. <laughs> See the Fort Payne defense draws up something to try to stop um, running back number five, Terrence Gaines, for Mortimer Jordan. 6.32 to go in the half. 14-14 tie ball game here. Fake the handoff to Gaines. Ames tries to take it. Fort Payne meets him after about a two-yard gain. will set up second and eight for yeah, the Blue Devils. That may be one of those situations, Chris, where they figure Fort Payne's going to try to key on Gaines, and so we're going to run the running uh, the quarterback instead. And it's just their their bell cow is Gaines, and they need to they need to ride him. But I'll take it if they try to run the quarterback. All right, second and eight for the Blue Devils. Six minutes and counting in the half. Gaines is in the backfield with Ames. They have three receivers, two near side, one far. They take it, hand it off to Gaines. He gets around left side. Oh, he's nice. brought down by Fort Payne for one-yard gain. It'll be third yeah. and seven. Lucas' talent is just so scrappy, Chris. And, uh, boy, it looked like Gaines was going to bounce that and have a lot of running room and just, I don't know if it was shoestring or just enough of him, but Lucas got just enough to beat him down, bring him down. Well, from our point of view, it looks like it looked like Lucas was almost laying down and reached up and grabbed his side of his elbow or something and <laughs> yeah. yanked him. It was, it was close. He gained a yard, third and six. Let's see if Fort Payne can hold with 5.20 to go in the half. Ames taking the ball. He's going to roll out right. Finds his receiver out there, and it's off his hands incomplete. That looks similar to our third down play earlier with Nolan on the sideline. Wide receiver was open, but uh, wasn't able to make the play. That's going to set up fourth and six for the Blue Devils. They're going to be forced to punt with 5.15 to go in the half, bro. Let's do another one of those 10-yard punts, Chris. What do you say? Let's do it. Shank it. Shank you very much. We know his first punt was end over end, and then when it hit, it bounced completely backwards. Yeah. I like the second punt. Let's do that one. The second punt went like 10 yards. That's exactly right. All right. He catches the ball cleanly. Punt is away, and this one's a nice spiral. It was. That's going to put Oliver back. He catches the ball cleanly. He's at the 40, and he's tackled at the 41, and that's where Fort Payne will put it in play. Looks like that may be a flag on Fort Payne here, Chris. Maybe in the middle of the of the return. It's out at about the 31-yard line. What's to be against Fort Payne? It's usually a hold. Yeah, hold blocking the hold there. So we'll, we'll see. We're waiting on the white hat. Yeah, Coach Elmore talking to Mason Chandler. I think he may have been the guilty party. It is a hold against Fort Payne. So that's going to back it up 10 yards to the 31-yard line. So Fort Payne will put it first and 10 from their own 31 with five minutes to go in the half. Plenty of time. It would be great for Fort Payne. Defense has a three and out after a touchdown drive. That defense can get some more rest right here. It would be really big for Fort Payne. If Fort Payne could have a drive that's just slow and sustained, even ideally it would be one that would just work the whole field and run some time off before the half. Now, it's a nice, cool night, but, you know, I keep saying this to Miss Holly over here, our station manager, where's the hot chocolate? I mean, we got to have a five-gallon thing of hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I need to make one of those coffee, those big coffee canisters of hot chocolate. I love I love some good hot chocolate on a cool night. Yeah. There it is, Mr. Chris. Uh, Chris, going back to uh, talking about food. I always got to bring it back to food. That's right. Have you had your chili yet, Brian? Is there chili here? No, have you had chili this uh, season? So yes, far? yes, yes. I know we got that touch of cold and We had a chili cook-off at our Harvest Festival at church, and it was really good. I have not had my chili. I, had, I have had gumbo. All right, we'll set the stage. It's five minutes to go. In the half, Fort Payne, after stopping, Mortimer Jordan will get the ball on their own. Looks like a 27-yard like line. 
First and 10. Barnador is your quarterback. He's got four wides, three near side, one far. Blaylock's in the backfield. They turn, hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to bounce around left side, and yeah, he's met by a whole bunch of red devil, I mean blue devils, and that's a loss of about three. It looks like they're running a three-man line. Yeah, they, they must have stunted into that. I just read something off the line. And... All right, that'll bring up second and, no, oh, it looks like a loss of two. Second and 12, 439 to go in the half. Bonador fakes the handoff. He's got to throw it quickly as they bring the rush. Ooh, throws oh, the middle, intercepted and knocked out of his hand. Oh, oh, goodness. Beautiful wow. play by Nolan there, Chris. I mean, boy, he saved he saved Dax on that one. That was uh, that was going to be a bad bad mistake. Yes, Mortimer Jordan looked like the guy. There, he had it, it. And, and Nolan did a fantastic job breaking that up because uh, that was going to be ugly. Third and twelve, four thirty to go. Tie ball game. Mortimer Jordan looking possibly blitz. Nope, they back off. Marnador. That was across the middle. Woo! Yeah, that was tight. That was a tight window. In there. And it is caught, and he'll be a no, yard short. short. Coach Elmore trying to, ah, it was risky right here, Chris. He might try it, though. That's a fourth and short. So let that thing run down, and I think he's going to go for it. He's going to go to his heavy package. All right, fourth and one, 30 seconds on the play clock, four minutes on the game clock. 14-14 tie. Fort Payne is going for it on their side of the field, 30 on the 37-yard line. This is that same little package that we hadn't seen much. 20 seconds left on the play clock, so there's enough time. Bardor, high snap, turn, hands it off to DeBose. DeBose around the left side, finds his hole. He gets to the cap, fix it first down. Coach Elmore real confident, real confident, and that, that's a gutsy call, Chris, right there in this point of the game. Uh, you, you give the ball to them in, their, in our territory, and it's uh, well, That gets Fort Payne a first down. Now at the ball at the Fort Payne 42. 3.40 to go in the half, 14-14 tie ball game. Arnador with four receivers. He's going to take the ball. Oh, oh he slips for a second. He's going to throw it in. He's got his man, Fowler. Fowler has some steps. Oh. Just too far as the ball goes incomplete. As Brian wants to catch it so bad. <laughs> Say it again, Chris. As Brian wants to catch that ball so bad. <laughs> Sorry. I'm supposed to be quiet while you're calling the game, but, boy, it was close. Fowler. Nolan had it. Fowler. He had him beat. He had a couple steps on the defenders. Just needed a little bit more air, but uh, – Bring up second and 10 for the Wildcats. Yeah, good to see Nolan not limping on that knee. He's had some issues with going back up two weeks ago and uh, seems to be really healthy on that knee. All right, again, Fort Payne with four receivers. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. They put a man in motion. That's Oliver. They handed Blaylock up the middle. Blaylock bouncing through some tackles, and he picks up about five, four or five yards. To bring up, it's going to bring up third and five or six. Yeah, that's a good call. Hope Carter didn't get rolled up in there too bad. Looks like he did, maybe got. Yep, and Shankles is down. I mean, uh, Blaylock is down. Yeah, that's not good for Fort Payne, Chris. All right, so with that uh, injury timeout, we'll take a 30-second with them. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football.
we're back at Wildcat Stadium. They look at Blaylock. They pick him up. And they're going to help him off the field, but he is not putting any weight on that foot, Brian. Yeah, it's not. I, just the way he went down and the way he pulled his helmet off, that uh, doesn't look good. Uh, and we, he, we even talked to Coach Elmore this week about how durable K, uh, Carter's been all year. And with his size, that's so unusual because he's just he's not built like a 6A running back. He's, he's just smaller than most kids, and uh, it doesn't look good. He's... He's not, he's, he's not putting any weight on that left not leg. Put, not putting any weight on it. He'll come over and have the doctor look at it a little closer inside the tent. That'll bring up third and second. It's third and six for the Wildcats with 3.13 to go. Mm. Tie ball game. It's tough to have a kid like that, So such a hard worker. All right, double stack receivers on each side. Varnador takes a snap, fakes the handoff to Bose, has a man over the middle, and I don't think they were ready for it, and ball goes incomplete, but there's a flag. Throwing way back from the line, Judge. Wonder if that was a hole, Brian. I don't know what that was. I didn't see anything, but I wasn't watching the route run either. Well, that, the, the <laughs> flag coming from that far back is usually a hold on the defense. And that's what it was. I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that'll be a first down, Brian, the easy way. Yeah, I didn't see it, but we'll take it. The coaches at Mortimer Jordan are real happy with that call, and I probably wouldn't be either if I was on that side, but I'm not, so I'm glad for it. That'll bring. That'll give him a decab. Fix it. First down. Be interesting to see how Fort Payne runs the ball with Caden Dubos now so necessary on defense. Maybe sprinkle a little bit of Caden Adams in there, just to give uh, make sure Caden doesn't get worn down as the game goes on. First and ten from the red from the Blue Devil 43 yard line. They hand off to Dubose. Dubose trying to bounce out left side. He does. He gets around in, and he picks up about three yards. He gets to the 40 yard line. It'll be second and seven. Yeah, the, the good news for Fort Payne with Carter Blaylock out of the game is that you've got your what was your number one running back for the last three years back in there, and so you've got full capabilities there, but at the same time, you know, he's got to play full-time defense too, so how are you going to balance that out? All right, Skyler Cody goes in. 2.30 to go in the half. 14-14 ball game, second and seven for the Wildcats. Arnador fakes the handoff, looking to throw. He's got time. He's Checks down. He finds a man. Oh, and Mortimer Jordan jumped the route. They could, could have been set. Pick yeah, six the easy way. Dax is throwing a couple of passes that are just a little risky there. And I uh, needs to be careful. Tuck that down, run it, throw it away, do something, but don't throw it so that they score. All right, I'll stop the clock with 2.20 to go, third and seven for the Wildcats. And almost when you got Cody out there as he was kind of rolling toward Cody, it's almost you want to point and tell him to go long. Yeah. Send him. <clears throat> Because you know if they intercept it down here, it's down here. Yeah, you'll see here, Chris. If they try, they might try to run the ball with Caden Dubos here to set up a fourth down if they need it, just to give them some more yards. All right, second, third, and third and seven. Varndor looking to throw again. Nothing there in the middle. He is. He's going to heave it, and there's nobody there. Yeah. He throws that one in the end, end zone. Double coverage. I think Fort Payne's going to have to punt this. I don't see giving it to them. Well, they might. I don't know. We'll see. I think he's going to. It's going to be fourth and seven. Oh, he's going to do a field goal. Is he going to do a field goal? Uh, so, you know, it's no, the he's field going goal punt. punt. No, he's going to punt it now. I just saw Hayden running towards the, the net, which usually means you're going for a block, but he was going for his punting football. You know, all the kickers now, they're so – have to right. have their own football. So, fourth and seven, Fort Payne will be forced to punt from their, from the Mortimer Jordan 40-yard line. Maldonado's back at his own five-yard line, 212 to go in the half. And the referee throws a flag, and that's going to be probably legal substitution on Fort Payne, I think, or something. Uh, I don't, 
Because they threw that flag after they everybody was set. I don't know why you have to throw that. Just... And we're waiting on the call. He is going to pick the flag up. Disregard the flag. Disregard the flag, as Steve Chambers says. Well, that was, that was a whole lot of nothing, wasn't it, Chris? It sure was. <laughs> All right, so four pain. This time we'll get the punt. Snap. Low. Caught. Kick away. Short. Little poochy. Kick. And that rolls right into Mono's hands, and he makes a step, makes the man miss, but four pain there. Gang tackles him at back at the 13-yard line. That's, That's where they'll set up yeah, first and ten. Interesting pooch concept there, Chris. Just a little low liner. Uh, I think with the intent to maybe that Maldonado doesn't even try to get it, but he did. He fielded it off of one bounce. But if he doesn't, boy, Fort Payne pins him way back deep. Way back. All right. Two-minute offense now for the uh, Blue Devils. We get to see. Ball is on the – looks like they marked it on the 14-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for the Blue Devils of Mortimer Jordan. Tie ball game. I hope the injury to Blaylock doesn't, you know, deflate the team. They turn, hand it off to Gaines. Gaines bounces around left side. Nobody's there. He's got room. And he gets it knocked out of bounds at the 14-yard line. I mean, the 24-yard line. Looks like it's going to be enough for a first down. They're going to go ahead and give him the first. So after the first down with a minute 55 to go, the Blue Devils will have the ball on, the four, on the, their own 24-yard line. They got four receivers, three on the far side, one near. Ames is your quarterback. He takes a snap, rolls out right, looking to throw. He's going to run it himself. Fort Payne's there. He gets around his uh, defender. Ooh, Ooh, that's probably going to be a yeah, flag, it and was. it is. That's going to be on DeBose. Hit him out yeah. of bounds. That's going to be 15 yards added on. That is so tight when you're on the other sideline. I'll be honest with you, Chris. Just from our vantage point, I don't think he hit him out of bounds. But it's close enough that if he pulls up, and it gives the appearance that he's giving himself up, they'll still call it even if he's in bounds, which yeah. is crazy. I don't. I think you should be clearly out of bounds before the play's called. So the initial run picked up six. Now they're going to tag, now they're going to tag on another 15 yards. So that's going to give Mortimer Jordan a first down and move it up to the 45. Man. This is feel like, it's feeling very Athenish. Yeah, you just can't do that. And um, Fort Payne needing to be smart there and, and – and, Make them work the field versus uh, just giving them 15 yards for free. Minute 47 to go in the half. 14-14 tie. One more Jordan with the ball on their own 45. Ames looking to pass. He steps back, finds his man. Fort Payne there quickly, and he's going to lose about four yards Great on that Great play. Connor Kinsley reading that out, sniffing that out, and coming and attacking that screen, that tunnel screen. He's going to lose three, so it'll be second and 13 after the four momentum. Minute 27 and counting in the half. Four receivers set. Three near side, one far. Ames will roll left this time. Fort Payne blitzes. They have, has a man and bounces off his shoulders. Incomplete. <laughs> Malachi Jelks was looking. I know he's not supposed to look for the ball. He's looking at the receiver. But if he looks up that ball, I'm not sure he could get a hand on it. But it there looked like it from up here. All right, Brian, that's going to bring up a long third and 13 for the Blue Devils. Minute 14 to go. Yeah, and, you know, knowing Coach Elmore, it wouldn't surprise me him using a timeout if he has an opportunity to yeah, just to see if he can't put some points on the board. Uh, I think his M.O. all year is let's be aggressive if Fort Payne can get the ball back with enough time. Let them go down and make a play. They get the ball in the second half, too. All right, third and 13. Ames is your quarterback. He takes a snap. 
Look at the throw. He steps back in the pocket. He has a man over this near side. That's Fort Payne's there to make the reception on the interception, and then Fort Payne will get the ball on their own 41-yard line. Yep, great play. Malachi Jelks dropping, just sitting underneath, waiting on it. And a big, big, big turnover right here before the half. Fort Payne have an opportunity to go put some points on the board. Now, when he stepped back, I was watching their receiver, and where Fort Payne was playing, it looked like the receiver was wide open. He just didn't put enough yeah. oomph in it. He is he is shown a little bit of that throughout the year. Uh, not incredibly accurate passer, so Fort Payne gifted a very great opportunity. So with Blaylock hurt, DeBose is in there. Nope. Yeah, that's Cody. No, Cody with the ball. Cody gets the ball, gets about uh, six yards. It'll bring up second and four. It's a good run. I got to get my number straight now that Blaylock's not in it running back. So Skyler Cody. Yeah, lined they, up they've got some packages with Skyler in there at running back, trying to give Caden a little break, too. Uh, they're going to give him seven yards on that one. So it'll be second and three from the Fort Payne 49. 59 seconds to go in the half. Tie ball game, 14 14. Varnador, quick throw over here to Oliver. Oliver catches the ball on the 45. Gets the cap, fix it first down, all the way down to the 30-yard, 30 39-yard line. Yeah, Fort Payne's got their full allotment of three timeouts, so they've got everything in their at their disposal. They're going to just kind of go run fast now. Fort Payne going tempo, four receivers. Varnador takes a snap, fakes the handoff. Looking to throw again. You don't want to take a snack. Snack. Want to take a snap here. Gets it over, finds his man over the sideline, and he steps out of the bound at 26-yard. 26-yard yeah. for the cap, fix it first down. Great job, Dax, just knowing where all his guys are. He went all the way across the field and came back to the other to the play side of the field to hit Riker Shankles on the sideline. Nice pickup. Ball spotted on the Mortimer Jordan 26-yard line. 38 seconds to go. 14-14 tie. Arnador takes a snap. Screen. Screen play. They get it to Skyler Cody. Cody tries to run through a man, but he's tackled after about yeah, four three yards. Four timeout now. I think Coach Elmore is going to say, if you look back in the middle of the field, boy, you Man, got some green grass that's what over I there. Thought. I thought, why did he just take him on? <laughs> All right, well, Fort Payne takes a timeout. We'll take a 30-second with him. Uh, 30 seconds left to go, 14-14 time. We'll be Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties, get We are back, as I'm pointed to. Sorry. We're back here at Wildcat Stadium. 30 seconds set up. 30 seconds to go in the half. 14-14 tie ball game. It is second and seven for the Wildcats from the Mortimer Jordan 27-yard line, or 28-yard line. Yeah, Fort Payne still has two timeouts, so really can run whatever they want to run right here. Coach Elmore checking to see if what he has called is going to work. DeBose in the backfield now with Varnador. Looking to throw. Varnador over to the sideline. Finds Oliver. One steps it in. Nice throw and catch, Brian. Yeah, that's really nice catch by Brandon, keeping his feet and his balance awareness there. That picked that up, foot down. That picked up at the cab, fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. 25 seconds to go. Caden Dubos back in. First and 10 Wildcats from the 13-yard line of the Blue Devils. They hand it off to Bose. He's trying to get through. He does. Gets through a couple of tackles, picks up a couple yards. Yeah, It'll be second and eight. Yeah, I think Coach Elmore trying to sneak one there since he can. he's really got everything at his disposal here. And 
want to try to sneak a, a run in there. All right, with the timeout call, we'll take it with them. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Here we go, back at Wildcat Stadium. Here's the a, here's a scene, 20 seconds. Fort Payne's doing a circle dance. They come off. They line up real quick. Barnador. They put a, put a big man in motion. They shift the whole line to the right. I'm not sure I'm watching. Barnador takes a quick set. Throws across the middle to Ryan McTaylor. <laughs> Ryan, you missed the circus formation of the year. Touchdown, Fort Payne. There we go. That went from Varnador to Tinker. In case I was trying to figure out who that was. Tinker catched it for a touchdown. Did you see what happened? No, I did not, Chris. Sorry. I tried Let to get me back. describe it. They come from the break. They all huddle. They get in a circle, and they dance around a circle. Three, spin, three spins. He told me. Had, Coach Elmore told me he had that in. Very similar to the Kansas City Chiefs, what they did earlier in the season. So now they're, try, uh, they're about to attempt to thrive outdoor extra point after the, the carnival show. So 15 seconds left, kick is up, and it is good. So your Wildcats lead 21 to 14. Call out the cert the the ringmaster after that one. I wish you could have seen I hate you walked <laughs> off through that. Out of all, I have, I have left the press box one time. I'm, tr I'm trying to describe it. <laughs> he told me that he had one. He said earlier, I, we were discussing something. I mean, this has been weeks ago. It had, it's been a long time, so long I forgot. Kansas City Chiefs did something like that early in the football season. Well, let and he me, said, I've got that play in. Well, now we got to pull it out at the right time. We're not going to go to timeout because let me describe it. They they ran around a circle holding each other's arms. Then they rolled off in a line. And then their lineman shifted way over here and then from the other side. And then Tinker went on the left side and they, yeah. it was wide open. They threw it to Tinker. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I mean, what do you call that, the carnival? Hey, i tell you what I do. If I'm Mortimer Jordan, as soon as they start running in that circle, I'm calling a timeout. <laughs> That's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. But sometimes you get so lost in the moment that you forget to do that. Yeah, the Fort Payne fans were flabbergasted. They were started cheering and just the well, dancing. I, when I was running up the steps, I heard the cheering, and I thought, well, they just scored. And I got here, and they hadn't even run the play yet. All right, 15 seconds left. Here's the kickoff from Fort Payne. This is going to be high and short and returnable. Mortimer Jordan feels it at the five. Oh, he's got a hole. He beats his man. No, and Fort Payne's there to knock him down. That's why we kick it in the end zone. <laughs> well, he tried. Uh, he's not trying. He's trying to do that. So, so with 8.2 seconds, the Blue Devils will get a shot here as they'll have the ball on the 34. They're on 34-yard line. Fort Payne yeah. now leading 21-14, Brian. See uh, Carter Blaylock in a splint on the sideline. So obviously he's not returning tonight. And in a splint like that, it doesn't look good for the uh, rest of his season. I hate that for that kid, too. He's a, one of the best wrestlers that Fort Payne has. All right, Morgan Jordan hands off to Ames. He gets he gets his usual yardage, about seven. So it'll be bring up second and two. We give him eight yards. 
And more Jordan will call timeout with .8 seconds left, Brian. We'll take, let's take a 30-second with them. We'll come back uh, with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Treated to all kinds of things. They got a t-shirt gun out here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they put 2.0 seconds on the board, Brian. So 2.2 seconds left here in the half. 21-14 lead Wildcats. It'll be a last play. Ames take a stab. He's rolls out. He's flush. He's gonna throw it long. He's got an arm. And it is caught <laughs> at the 12 at the no seven yard line, but time has run out, Brian. Whew. Yeah, well, that was a good throw. But but it doesn't count for anything. That's it. All right, so at the half, your Fort Payne Wildcats in their first plow, first round playoff game lead the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils 21-14. We'll take a two-minute timeout and be right back after this. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties, Get Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Thank you. 
the Southwest Post. We've got uh, first round hosting uh, another first round playoff game this week against Northern Jordan. Uh, out of, uh, I guess you'd call that Metro Birmingham, it's close, mm -hmm. close to it, in a way. Um, so they're the three seed out of that region with the two seed here. And um, we, we've talked off air a little bit about them, but kind of give us the overlay of what you're looking at with, uh, with them coming up here this week. Yeah, they're, you know, they're eight and two. They've only lost to uh, Parker and Mountain Brook, who have been ranked in the top ten all year. So obviously, that's nothing. Uh, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Like I've said before, a lot of teams in the state would have lost to Parker and Mountain Brook. So they've they've won uh, eight games and with just the two losses. And um, uh, you know, they've had some struggles the last two three years. Being in six A, you know, I think back in. 2018-19 when they were in 5A, they had a couple of years in a row where they made runs to the quarters and the semis. May have been semis back-to-back -back years, in fact. So had some very successful teams back there in 2018-19 and bumped up to 6A in 2020 and uh, they've struggled a little bit since then. I think they went maybe 1-8, 2-8, 2-8. Uh, but this is kind of the team they've been looking forward to. Uh, kind of a lot of, lot of seniors on this team and uh, uh, it's kind of hit them right. They beat, uh, beat Garden Day this year, which is a huge rivalry game for them. and So a big win for them. They beat Carl uh, and of course, won uh, one of the four region games and uh, be a really good Leeds team early in the year as well. So, uh, good football team. Uh, quarterback, Garrett Ames, can run, can throw. And, you know, when I say that, can run, he's, he's more of a thrower, but he's one of those guys that if you flush him out of the pocket, he can he can escape and make some plays. And, uh, and when he does, he, he's able to uh, you know, extend plays and, and complete some, some passes down the field. And then, uh, really good running back uh, by another Terrence Gaines. Um, it's a junior, one of the few juniors they got playing that does a good job. And uh, tough to tackle. They sent him some backs we've seen throughout the year. And, um, you know, they do a good job of getting him the ball multiple ways. And then uh, Coleman Maldonado is a receiver they they go to quite often. Um, does a good job. And then they got a good two-way player named Dante Williams, uh, number zero, uh, that plays corner receiver, and he's also a very good player and um, is able to, and to to do certain things on both sides of the ball. So uh, good football team. Uh, Dusty Goods, their coach, been, been there for a while and does a good job coaching, and uh, uh, they'll be very prepared to make them up here this Friday for sure. Um, all right, let's, let's talk a little bit about it. We have a couple of nicks and bumps. Friday night, we've got Bennett Blanks with a little tweak there and, and, and Will Patton as well. How are we looking on the, uh, the, the injury front? Yeah, I mean, I think for week 11, we're actually probably, you know, as healthy as you can be. I mean, uh, Bennett's ankle's sore, but I, he, he'll be fine. He'll be ready to go. And uh, uh, and then Will's back's a little sore, but again, I think same thing. Uh, he'll be fine. He'll be ready to go. It's just, you know, when those kind of injuries happen, you just... Will something aggravated during the game, and that's the unknown. If, if, if nothing does, they'll they'll both be fine and be able to play the, the entire night with no issues. If, if they were to you know, somehow you know, really aggravate that injury, then there might be some issues as the game goes on. But uh, yeah. uh, you know, other than that, I mean, really, we're, we're very blessed that uh, we've really kind of got pretty much everybody. You know, the only one we've ever really lost for the entire season was was Oliver Pree and, and Fall Camp, and um, everybody else is, that started fall practice is still healthy, ready to go, and uh, so to be that in that situation, first round of the playoffs, you, you're pretty fortunate, because a lot of times this time of year, you got four, five, six guys standing on the sideline that can't play anymore, and, and uh, we're fortunate enough that uh, we just have the one, and, and uh, everybody else is ready to go. Yeah, so, um, you know, we look back to mid-August, we first start talking about this team in the season, and kind of where everything's laid out, just looking at it from the... The press box view of things, which is the only view I have other than coming up a few practices, um, seems as though the growth has occurred at a level that's steady enough that you can see it, measurable, 
and, and sharp enough that it's improved. Uh, it seems as though the defense has um, kind of run through some of their earlier in the season issues and, and seems to be about as strong as they've been all year. And the offense is, is pretty well clicked. I can't think of too many teams that have just uh, shut us down completely. Um, so special teams look good. Um, it seems as though everything's kind of laid out there for you. I, not to put any pressure there, but yeah. it seems like things are in a good place from where they were the first of the season. No, I mean, the sort of seven day one is you want to be playing the best you can play this time of year. And I, and I think we are. I think we're, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we still probably have not played a complete game where both offense and defense played really well uh, the entire night. That probably still has not happened, uh, except maybe, maybe the May Jemison game was an hour where we, we clicked pretty good on both sides. But, uh, um, you know, we still think that's out there, and we still think that offensively the mistakes we're making are very controllable mistakes. And we go back and look at the film from last week when we, when we did have issues in protection. It's it's things we can fix. It's not things that are unfixable. And so uh, we're just trying to continue to correct those problems. And same thing on defense. When we make mistakes on defense, they're things that we can control. And, and you know, that's been our whole motto the whole year is let's control what we can control. And that's what we felt like we didn't do a good job of last year in the playoffs. And uh, you know, lost a very good Decatur team. But we thought there were things that we could have done better ourselves. And that's what this game will come down to. Both teams will be ready to play. And they'll, they'll come in here, uh, you know, with, with a lot of confidence being eight and two, and, and uh, you know, but for a six and four team, I think we're as confident as you can be because, you know, three of the four losses literally came down to the, to the final play, and um, you know, we all know that those games could have gone our way, but could have, would have, should have, didn't, didn't matter, and they didn't, and um, and so you know, we're all where we are, but uh, we we don't feel like a team that uh, you know has necessarily uh, been you know beaten down four times, if you will. We feel like we've just uh, made a couple, maybe three slip away, and uh, uh, at the end of the day, you're trying to get right here, and now everybody's back to zero zero, as they say, and and uh, we want to play the best we can Friday, and. In control, we can control. If we do that, then, then we think we'll have a chance to win the game, and that's that's what uh, we continue to focus on. But I, I like our, I like where we are. I like where our kids' mentality is right now. They're they're they're, they're loose. They seem to be excited each day. They don't have that look of. Oh man, it's a long season. I'm ready for it to be over. They they seem to be so enjoying coming in here today and doing what we do. And that's and when you've got that, that's half the battle anyway. Because um, you know, if you ever get into a deal where the kids are tired of playing, it's tough to win. But I don't think we're in that case. I think the I think the losses have really motivated us to continue to, to push and uh, continue to try to get better. And, and, and we're looking forward to a big challenge on, on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. So home game this Friday night, seven o'clock, Wildcat Stadium. Our broadcast on the 6th of Coach, hopefully we'll be doing anything next week. Yep, we'll get you. Thank you. serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. 
Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success.
So, Coach, uh, just right after the, uh, right at the end of the first half, we uh, just managed to get ahead. What are we going to do to keep this lead over Baltimore Jordan in the second half? It's, it's uh, whoever's going to play the best this half, man. I know that's probably what I say every week, but we got we got to execute. We got to execute the run game and throw game on offense, and uh, we got we got to tackle five, and we got to got to stay out of we got to stay ahead of the sticks on defense, stay out of third and short, uh, and we got to keep winning the field position game. We got hurt the field position game, hurt us there in the second quarter on some some poor kickoff return stuff. Uh, we got to fix that, uh, and we just got to keep playing and, and keep battling. It's going to be it's going to be a four quarter battle all the way down the wire. We got to keep going. All right, thank you, coach. Thanks. Chris, I think that uh, Fort Payne certainly has put itself in a position now to uh, to, to, to really take advantage of, of what they wanted to do when they got here. Games laying out uh, probably, if I had to guess, about like everybody expected. Fort Payne up 21 to 14. They get the ball in the second half. If they can make something happen this first drive of the third quarter, it really is going to position them well to try to close out this game and, and maybe get a first round uh, win. I will tell the listeners uh, what will make that a little bit harder. Well, Carter, Carter Blaylock being out, I think Fort Payne will, will have to see how the third quarter develops and who they start. I would guess because of the importance of that first drive of the third quarter that you're going to see Caden Dubose. But uh, I would expect to see a lot of uh, Skylar Cody as a running back. I don't I don't know. They haven't seen Caden Adams, Adams, and he's only played in some mop-up duties and on uh, uh, JV nights. But you could see him, a little bit of dose of him, um, but they're going to have to tote the load because uh, Caden is so important on the uh, on the defense side of the ball. And looking at Mortimer Jordan, the first half, the thing that worked for them was getting their running back gains around the ends. He was yeah. able; they could they they set the they set the ends, and he was able to get outside. Yeah. You, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Four Paines defense kind of drop a little bit more down uh, coverage into. I mean, a, a defensive um, a run 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 stop uh, defense. Uh, and, and make uh, Ames, the quarterback, beat you with the throw. So uh, it'll be interesting to see both adjustments uh, from Fort Payne and Mortimer Jordan as we start the third quarter. Uh, did we? Do you have any scores in front yeah, of me? Let me let me pull some of those up. We got <clears throat> several from um, from the, our area yeah. and then also the region. Um, this earlier with the DC tailgate show we did before we came on air, I made a note. There's a, there's a lot of area DeKalb County and Jackson County teams in the playoffs yeah. this year. Moody leading leading uh, Scottsboro 14 to 3 uh, in the third quarter. Uh, Gunnersville's up big on Springville 31 to 0. Uh, Oxford trails, I'm excuse me, Oxford leads Athens at half 24 to 13. Gatson City up 27 to nothing on Gardendale. Uh, Haleyville leads North Jackson in the third quarter 18 to 14. Muscle Shoals this game is the game that this winner will face next week. Muscle Shoals in Pinson Valley, Muscle Shoals leads 35 to seven at halftime. Fife up big on West End, 48 to nothing in the third quarter. Leeds leads Arab, 30 to nothing. Clay Chalkville up big on Coleman, 42 to zero. Uh, Sylvania up big on Vinemont in the third quarter, 41 to nothing. Um, Hartsell leading Centerpoint, 18 to 12. Valley head up on Raglan, 22 to 14. And that's all that I have uh, as current right now. All right, we're about uh, ready for kickoff here in the second half. Fort Payne will be receiving the kickoff as they, I think they won to toss and deferred, uh, but they will be receiving. They lead Mortimer Jordan 12 to 21 to 14 as we get ready to start the second half of this first round playoff game. Don't forget, tonight after we go off the air, uh, Monk and Sammy scoreboard reports will be on after us and they'll give you all the local scores.
not just around here, but across the state, as their job's been cut in half because half the teams are playing. All right, here's the kickoff. It's a kind of a short one. Uh, Griggs fills it at the 10. He's at the 15, 20, 30, trying to get around the south side. He is brought down finally about the 32-yard line. That's where Fort Payne will put it in, first yeah, and 10. Great job holding on the ball by Blake Griggs there. The defender trying to strip it out of his hands. Good job securing it. Blake will probably have a word with me one day, with me one day about how I always call him Tyler. Yeah, or Tyler <laughs> will tell, have a word with you about calling him uh, Blake. Blake. Yeah, that's it. All right, here we go. First and 10 for the Wildcats. They got four receivers, three far, three far side, one near. Barnadori's your quarterback. Uh, he has the boast in the back. Bose takes the handoff. He's up the middle. He's got room. He's trying to get him. He does. Oh, there He's we go. 40. Foot race. He's at the 30. 20, 15, 10. <laughs> Touchdown, Fort Payne. And most importantly, no flags. No flags. Wow. So, Chris, as I was saying, uh, coming out of the break, uh, if Fort Payne can really establish some run and get up on this first series, uh, it's going to be a great advantage. Uh, wow. Wow. Beautiful. I'll tell you what, nice cuts, breaking tackles. Caden um, does a great job on that play. And one drive, one play, one score. I thought he was, he was going to be tackled about, mid too. about, about midfield. He was able to get that step on him, so we're now, Fort Payne will be attempting to thrive outdoor extra point to cap off a great run by Dubos. And here's the snap. There it is. Hold is down, kick is up, and it's perfect. All right, so with 11.37, just like that, your Wildcats wow. now lead the Blue Devils of Mortimer Jordan, 28 to 14. We'll take a 30-second timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Wildcat Stadium, and just as most announcers would say, people hadn't even got back in their seats yet for the first score, Brian. And here's the kick. This one's going to go into the school buses, and it'll be a touchback. Former Jordan will start on their own 20, first and 10. As we mentioned in the second quarter, I believe it was, that the advantage here for Fort Payne is you've got your starting running back for the last three seasons. <laughs> who's technically right now the backup to Carter Blaylock. So when you lose a player as valuable as Carter Blaylock, you bring in a player that's just as valuable in Caden Dubos. Now the interesting thing is they got um, Cooper Jackson in giving Carter Caden uh, Dubos a little bit of a break right now. Blue Devils hand the ball to Gaines. He's able to get around the right side. He's going to pick up nine yards. It'll be second down and one for the Blue Devils. So uh, I'm trying to look for Caden. Uh, Cooper Jackson's in there playing a little bit of that spot, that outside linebacker spot for Caden. Right now, we'll see how that rotation works out in the second half as well. All right, tempo for the, for the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. They get gains, goes around the left side. Again, able to get big yardage on two carries. He gets the ball all the way up to yeah. the 36, no, 45-yard line. I think Fort Payne's yelling about some holding going on just a little bit. So that'll be first and 10 for the Blue Devils. Down by 
Bound by 14 now, 11-18 to go in the third. As they come up to the line quickly, they have three receivers, two on the far side, one near. Ames fakes the handoff to Gaines. He's looking to throw. He has a man coming across this side. Ball's thrown. Fort Payne oh, wow. around. Interception by Fort Payne. Oh, wow. What a play, Chris. Connor Kinsley really, he's in decent position, but not great position, trailing the, the receiver and turns last second. And when he turns, the ball's right there. My goodness, great play, Connor Kinsley. And big time momentum right now in Fort Payne's favor. That was exactly, you could tell he was probably watching the receiver's eyes because he wasn't in great position, but he no. turned around in time. Wow, really, really nice play to turn around and get his highs up and, and make a great catch, really. So after the turnover, that puts Fort Payne ball, Fort Payne Wildcat ball on their own 25-yard line, first and 10, leading 28 to 14. Quick throw out to Oliver. Oliver yep. catches at the 30, and he'll be tackled there. And those are the kinds of plays, Chris, that we talked about in the first half. Like nothing flashy, nothing fancy, little quick out, nice five, six-yard pickup, and, and that's that's fine. Just run within the offense what you've got. DeBose is in the backfield now with uh, Martador. Blaylock got injured at the end of the first half. They're going to hand it off to DeBose. DeBose, this time he's wrapped up for about a yard gain. It'll bring up third and four. 10.45 to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 28 to 14. Bringing Skyler Cody in now for, for Caden Dubos at running back. Yep, Cody comes in at running back. Got four receivers set. Three far side, one near. Third and four for the Wildcats. Barnador fakes the handoff. Quick throw out to Oliver. He catches yep. the ball. He gets the cab, fix it first down up to the 40-yard line. Yeah, if they're going to play that coverage, Chris, uh, that that's going to – here comes Caden Adams in now, getting a little bit of work from the 10th grader. He's pretty capable running back, so we'll see what happens there. But nice play by Brandon Oliver making the catch and getting upfield for the first down. All right, Caden Adams in at running back for the Wildcats. Again, four receivers. First and 10 from the 40-yard – the Wildcat 40-yard line. Ardor hands it off to Adams. Adams trying to get through. Breaks a couple arm tackles. He picks up, it looks like, about three or four yards and bring up second and second and seven. Yeah, Coach Elmore showing a lot of confidence. Young guy, not a lot of experience, certainly not a lot of playoff experience, and uh, and running him in there and giving him some opportunities to carry the ball. They will give him four yards, so it'll be second and six for the Wildcats from the Wildcat 44-yard And I'm wrong, Chris. He's not a sophomore. He's a freshman. So he is a freshman. Adam's still in the game for the Wildcats at running back. Bonador takes a snap. Looking to throw. He's going to roll off this side. He finds his man. He's got to die for it, and he does make the catch. Yeah. Um, Mortimer Jordan bringing everybody. Looks like they're bringing everybody up uh, for a stunt there. And um, and Fort Payne still been able to complete the ball. Now going heavy package. Play picked up four yards. It'll be third and two from the Fort Payne 48-yard line. We need to find out when we talk to Coach Elmore next week what this uh, what this package is called because this is we have this first we've seen it this year. Barnador takes snap, turns around, hands it back to his running back, uh, Blanks. Blanks is stopped. He's yeah. not going to get the first down. He's barely going to be back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be third and one, yeah. fourth and one. I'm sorry. Chris, I know, I know Coach Elmore really wants to hold and seize this momentum right here, but I think you've got a punt. Now he's going to go. All right, so it's fourth and a long one because the ball – Ball needs to be get on, ready to reach the 50. It's just inside the 49-yard line, so it's uh, about a yard and a football's length. Four paint again with a tight set. 8:47 to go. 28-14 lead for the Wildcats. Blue Devils get a stop here. They'll get good field position. 
Condor in the shotgun, takes a snap, turns, hands it off to his running back, and Blue Devils are there. Ooh, man. He bounces out left side, and he pushes forward and gets wow. to the cab, fix it first down. <laughs> I thought Boy, the that defensive line, up, yeah, I know it. That defensive lineman comes in. Caden does a great job. Boy, Chris, that's a – Coach Hillmore just likes it. He likes that Las Vegas odds, doesn't he? He'll roll the dice with a freshman running back on a fourth down midfield in a game that you're up two touchdowns. Just, just everything screams punt. And he goes for it and puts it, gives it in the hands of a freshman running back. So that'll pick up at the cab, fix it first down. The ball now crosses midfield. It is on the Blue Devil 49-yard line, 8.30 to go. 28-14 lead for the Wildcats. Love to see go up top of Skyler Cody here. Monador is going to be looking to throw. They, they come to the line quick, and he's just going to throw it out of the bounds. <laughs> can't do it if you don't have time to throw, though. He looked like he may have been – he was trying to blow the top off of it. And he hates you. You call that play, but you're not able to make the throw. And then, you know, you got to come back. So, 8.23 yeah. to go in the third quarter. Second know, and 10. I don't know what the breakdown on protection was there, but, boy, they had a two or three coming at, at Dax on that play. Bonador fakes the handoff. Quick throw out to Fowler, left side. Fowler follows his blockers. Fowler pushing forward. Ooh. Ball comes loose. Oh, no. Blue Devils fall on it, and I think they got it. Ah. Yeah. Yep, they're going to give it to the Blue Devils. So after the turnover, Warmer Jordan will get the ball on their own 37-yard line. Well, I mean, you, you get the first down, and uh, instead of punting, so, uh, you know, not a, not a terrible – Yeah, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world because if you punt on that fourth down, you know, you're 15 yards further downfield. So – it's almost it's not a terrible give up right there as, as bad as it was on that fumble on the punt on the kickoff from Skylar Cody and off to Gaines Gaines trying to get around left side for Payne quickly comes in and knocks his knees out of, out from under yeah and, uh, Luke Patton has become much more lethal at coming downhill from that safety spot and uh, <clears throat> and making big blow up plays like that nice job by Luke Gaines picks up three it'll be second down and seven for the Blue Devils Trailing by 14 with 7.50 to go here in the third quarter. Ball is on the 40-yard line of the Blue Devils. Ames is your quarterback. Gaines is your running back behind him. He's going to turn, hand it to Gaines. Gaines this time trying to go up the middle. And he's able to push forward for about another six yards. It's going to bring up uh, third and one. Yeah, got Caden Dubos back in there at the outside linebacker spot. Getting him more reps out there in that, in that backer spot. 31 from the Blue Devil, 46-yard line. 7-18 to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 28-14. Ames slaps his hands. No movement. They look over to the sideline. Hand off to Gaines. Gaines follows his blockers up the middle. He gets a first down as he crosses midfield to the Fort Payne 47-yard line. 48-yard line be first down. Yeah, and at this, at this stage of the game, Fort Payne defense is trying to make sure that Mortar Jordan has to work for every yard. Up 14, you just want to keep uh, keep working hard each play, making them grind. Don't give them anything cheap. Don't give up big plays. More, to, more importantly, those running running game running uh, plays use that clock. Yep. Our Gaines gets the ball again, follows the blockers <laughs> up the middle. He picks up about six seven yards. There you go. They get, they I think we got us a holding foul. And it's coming old, back. It is coming back. So that'll back up 10. It'll be first and 20 for the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. I tell you what, they. They seem to have fallen into some Fort Payne luck where, luck where you have those penalties at the wrong time. Well, that's what I mean by, by making them grind it out. You make them grind running plays like that out. 
then you create more opportunities to get calls like that. If you're giving up big plays like Fort Payne did in the first play of the second half, that grinding is not allowing for those holding calls. But if you're just making them push and push and push, don't give them anything cheap, make them earn everything, then you're going to end up with some calls like this. It's going to break some of that momentum that they're creating. All right, 6.30 and counting here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 28-14. to 14. And, like, and like you said earlier, it's running more play, more time off the clock. First and 20 for the Blue Devils. Ames looking to throw, finds his man across the middle, short. Miss, uh, gets through a tackle. He picks up about, looks like, eight yards. It's going to bring up second and 12. That's fine. Still making them grind. Caden Kilgore on that tackle. Ball is right at midfield now. It'll be second down and 12 from the 50. Oxford, uh, Athens is drawn to within three of Oxford in the third quarter. 5.53 and counting. Ames with no running back in the backfield. He quick throw out to out to Gaines over on the right side. Gaines catches it. He knocked out of bounds after about an, another eight-yard gain. It'll be third and two. Still making them grind. Third and short, even though it's a short yardage. All right, that'll stop the clock. 5.37 to go in the third. Fort Payne leading 28-14. Turned off a little bit brisk tonight. Well, the wind's blowing yeah. right, in our, right in the press box. Well, when that door's open, it makes it even worse. All right, Fort Payne shifting around on defense. Ames turns, hands it to Gaines up the middle. Yeah, Fort Payne there. That's going to be a no gain, so it's going to be fourth and two, Brian. Fourth and two. No, actually, it looks like he may have lost the half. No, they're going to give him a little bit. It's going to be fourth and a true two from the Fort Payne 40-yard line. It's a big play right here, Chris, where Fort Payne could really make a massive step in this game by holding right here. All right, 19 seconds on the play clock. Blue Devils still trying to get yeah, a play. They may, they may not. They're, they're going to have to hurry a little bit to get up to the, play, the line and run it. All right, five minutes left on the game clock. They're here on third, third quarter. Seven seconds. Ames takes a snap. Look at the throw. He's being flushed out. Yes. Bulldogs there. And they're going to sack him for about a 20-yard loss. <laughs> Wow. So, Hayden Presley comes through probably. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt. That's the biggest play of the year for Hayden Presley, a sack at just the right time. And quite frankly, Chris, gave Fort Payne's offense another first down just with the sack. Huge play for this Fort Payne defense. Huge. Huge play. So, Fort Payne will get the ball first and 10 on Mortimer Jordan, Mortimer Jordan's side of the field from wow. their own 44-yard line. Well, that's a huge momentum shift right there, Chris. All right, 4.48 to go. If I was Steve Spurrier, I'm going for the zone. <laughs> They're going to hand it off to DeBose. DeBose follows his blockers. He's going to pick up two yards. It's going to be second and eight. Yeah, Fort Payne may start running down into and Coach Elmore just say, hey, let's see if we can grind some time here, get it into the fourth quarter with a two-touchdown lead. You'd have to feel good. I think, I think Coach Saban has done that, too, on a turnover. Just all of a sudden go for the bomb. Just sling yeah, it. Yeah. I think I've seen Saban do that with Alabama several times. All right, DeBose is in the backfield. They got four receivers, three near side, one far. 4-18 to play in the third. Varnador takes snap, looking to throw. He's going to rear back, throw it deep. Mm. Way overthrowing it. Yeah, Dax has done that a little bit more than I, I'm comfortable with. He's throwing a lot of game. coverage. He's thrown, he's thrown at least uh, three, maybe four passes in that little spot where you go, hey, hey. All right, with the incomplete pass, that's going to bring up third and eight. I'd love to take advantage of this uh, 
that great defensive stuff. Yeah, but 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 nonetheless, even if they don't and, and have to punt here, Chris, just running some more time off the clock and keeping momentum out of Mortimer Jordan's hands. Lardor this time he'll throw. Has Brandon Alvarez. He's catching it. Ford DeKalb picks it first down. Down to the Mortimer Jordan 28-yard line. Yeah, we've talked about all year long, Chris. Uh, Fort Payne's wide receivers, you've got several skill guys all with the ability to create separation and get open, and you really just you got to guard them all. You've got to cover them all. 354 in the third. They're going to hand it off to Bose. Bose trying to find something around the right side. He gets through, still on his feet. He gets down to the 20-yard line, picks up nine yards. It'll be second and one. Yeah, good pickup by Caden there. Would be really nice for Fort Payne to take this drive into the fourth quarter and uh, and score right as we head into the fourth quarter. Go up 21. Boy, that would be a, that'd be a big, big, big step towards uh, being able to close this game out. 28-14 lead for the Wildcats. 3.30 to go here in the third quarter. Varnador slaps his hands, hands it off to Adams. Is that Adams? I think he got it, yeah. He gets a couple <coughs> yards down to the 18. They'll bring up. Oh, he must see if they give him the first down. That should be. And yeah, yeah, they, they're they, calling for it. They do give him the decab fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Ball is on the, the Mortimer Jordan 19. First and 10 for the Wildcats. Three minutes to go, 28-14 lead for Fort Payne. Yeah, really good mix, run-pass mix in this series. Throwing the ball, even though Dax has made some poor decisions, still creating mismatches. Barnador takes a snap. He's got time. Oh, he overthrew his man, Fowler. Yeah. He saw, Fowler was open on a, on a curl route. Yeah. He curled back, but he just threw a little high. Dax not on not on his best game tonight, but still effective enough that it's uh, it's running this offense. But he's still just not quite on time with a lot of his passes tonight. Two forty-five to go in the third quarter. Twenty-eight fourteen lead. Clock stops after the incomplete pass. Ball is on the Mortimer Jordan nineteen. Or yeah, nineteen second and ten. They're gonna turn, hand it to Bose. To Bose trying to bounce out right side. And he's going to be arm tackled, wrapped up. They're still pushing and fighting and twisting. They're only going to give him two, so it's going to be third and eight. 2.30 and rolling. Yeah, Fort Payne needs to be careful. They're right on, <clears throat> really not on the fringes of Connor's, uh, of Connor's leg, but um, they're probably on the fringes of what Coach Elmore is comfortable with as far as field goes, so just don't want to give up a sack here and, and bump out of Connor's range. Uh, One-two and throw it away for Dax. Ball is resting on the 17-yard line on the near hash. Bonador with five receivers this time. They're going to put Cody in motion from right to left. Quick throw out to Cody. He catches at the 19. He's trying to get around, but he can't because uh, yeah. we couldn't quite get the block on on the man, and uh, he, lo he loses about a yard. It's going to be fourth and... Yeah, four paint going for the field goal attempt. That's a smart decision here. We'll be close to one minute left in the quarter when this kick is. So uh, four paint hopefully will go into the uh, fourth quarter with three score lead. All right, four paint attempting the field goal, attempting to thrive outdoor field goal. Minute 17 and counting. Ball is on the far hash be a 35-yard field goal attempt. Here's the hole. Kick is up. It's long enough. 
It's good enough. It's good. There we go. All right, Fort Payne now leads with 59 seconds left in the third quarter. 31 to 14 over the Mortimer Jordan, Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. here at Wildcat Stadium where your Fort Payne Wildcats have taken and extended their lead over the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils here in first round playoffs. They lead 31-14. And here's the kickoff from Fort Payne. This one's going to be kicked out of bounds. Okay. So we'll get the old out of bounds penalty. Remember Gadsden City kept taking that penalty and making, making them re-kick. Yes. Mortimer Jordan's probably just going to take it to 35. So that's an illegal procedure penalty, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed to proceed like that. <laughs> yeah, Chris, if Fort Payne can get a stop here, you know, generally speaking, you don't get too many more than three possessions in a quarter. So if it's a three-possession game, you really, as Mortimer Jordan's thinking, you've got to score on every possession this in the, as we go into the fourth. Ames takes a snap, hands it off to Gaines. He bounces around the right side again, trying to get through. He's loose. He gets a first down up to the 50-yard line. I think we may have a flag here. There's a flag right smack in the middle of that line, and it is a personal foul face mask on Fort Payne. Add 15 more to that, Brian. So not only did he get a nice run to the 50, they're going to add 15 yeah, more. Yeah, we got Fort Payne's guy to stem this tide. They can't let that momentum shift like that. It's going to push the ball all the way down to the 35-yard line of Fort Payne. So just like that, Mortimer Jordan's knocking on the door. Yeah, we can't do that. Got to make them drive. Got to make them earn it. All right, the ball is placed on the far hash at the 35. 51 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Don't Fort give up a cheap score here right before you go into the fourth quarter either. Yep. Fort Payne leading 31-14. to 14. Ames is your quarterback for the Blue Devils. Gaines is behind him. Turns, hands off to Gaines again. Look it back to Ames. Ames looking for a receiver. He has a man in the middle with a step. Fort Payne's there. Did he make that catch? And he did make the catch. So the receiver able to hold on the ball. Touchdown, Mortimer Jordan. Wow, Luke, Luke's not in terrible position there, Chris. I mean, he he lost him in the, in the toss back. But he regained it and really was in position to, I didn't think he, <laughs> that's an incredible catch. I mean, it was not a, a whole catch. lot you can do there. Um, you know, by, by the book, Luke's supposed to stay back, but uh, I really can't fault that. It was just a good play by them. So a big run and a penalty, and then a long pass play puts Mortimer Jordan back on the board. Here's the extra point attempt. This one is up, and it is good. So with 41 seconds left to go in the third, it is now 31-21, Fort Payne. We'll take a 30-second timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football.
are back here at Fort Payne Wildcat Stadium. I'm here with Holly Allen, our station manager, the color man, the specialist, Brian Northcutt, Northcut, myself, Chris Durr, bringing you the action of the first-round playoff game. Fort Payne leading now 31-21 after Mortimer Jordan takes no time to get a touchdown. Looks like they're going to sky kick here with his alignment, the way he's been aligned all night. And they're going to kick it short over to the right, far side. That's grabbed quick by Cody. Cody looking for a line to find. He doesn't get much, but he gets a couple. That's going to put Fort Payne first and 10 from the 26. Yeah, Fort Payne needs to come back and grab some of that momentum back. Mortimer Jordan guy, they still got the 10-point lead, two scores. So uh, continue to start to separate yourself in this fourth quarter as we're heading to the fourth quarter. And let's go ahead and move some ball and run some clock and maybe score some more points. 36 seconds till that fourth quarter. Fort Payne leading by 10. They put a man in motion, Fowler, from left to right. Marnor hands off to Bose. Bose looking for some room. He's tackled quickly after about a two-yard gain and bring up second and eight. Yeah, Coach Elmore probably just going to try to take this into the fourth. It goes uh, 24 seconds left, 37, 34 seconds left on the play clock. So well, they're going to line up. 14 seconds left. It looks like they may run a play, Brian. Marnor may was trying to get a jump. Yeah, he's going to call it now. And that'll do it for the end of the third quarter. Your four Payne Wildcats lead the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils here in the first round game of the playoffs, 31-21. We'll take a quick timeout and be back with more four Payne Wildcat football. Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Back to Wildcats Stadium where your Wildcats lead the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils 31-21 as we get ready to start the fourth quarter. Remember, stay tuned after our broadcast. The Monk and Sammy scoreboard report will uh, have all your area scores that are that are playoff, which actually there's a bunch of them. A bunch of the area teams are in the playoffs, and have not only our area teams, but uh, scores from around the state tonight as playoffs begin tonight. All right, the Wildcats have a second, and they're going to say seven from their own 28-yard line. Barnador claps his hands, makes the handoff, throws over to Fowler. Fowler able to make a move, and he picks up the cap, picks it first down as he's dragged down at the 40-yard line. Yeah, that's same, Chris, they've gone to that play so many times tonight. Single coverage, just a quick out, make the, let the receiver make a play after he receives it, and Coton Nolan picks up a first down. Nice play. All right, 11.44 to go as we get started here in the fourth quarter. Mortimer Jordan coming out. Everybody coming up on the line. Looks like an all-out blitz here. Yeah, if they could get a – they got Nolan here one-on-one -on -one if it's, he can beat his guy. Yeah, if they could – yeah, if I say, that's what I would be looking for. They've got single coverage across the board. Is Cody on the other side? No. Nope. 11-24. They're going to hand it off to Bose. To Bose. He gets loose. He's at the 45 to 50. He's around the end, and he's tackled down at the 42-yard line of Mortimer Jordan. Yeah, you know, one of the things we forget – 
Fort Payne's offense is capable of just uh, as much movement as Mortimer Jordan, so they may seize momentum, but this offense is fully capable of grabbing that momentum right back. Is that Blaylock over there in the boot on the chairs? Yeah, he's out. He came in street clothes. Yeah, that's him over there. All right, Varnador with four receivers, three far side, one near. 10-52 and counting here in the fourth quarter. 31-21 lead for the Wildcats. They're going to hand it off to the running back, Adams. He's pushing forward, following yeah. his blockers, and he pushes forward for about nine yards. He'll be third and second yeah. and one. I, I've been watching Will Patton has been just blowing his guy off the ball like several yards. He's almost beating the running back down the field with his blocker, with his defender. Really serious about not ending his career tonight. Second one for the Wildcats. Arnador slaps his hand. He's got four receivers, two on each side. Adams is still in the backfield. He's going to move to Varnador's left now as they move around just a hair. Varnador takes snap, hands it to Adams. Adams up the middle. He's got the room. He's at the 25, around the left end, 20, 15, man to beat, 15 and 5, and he's knocked down at the 8-yard line. I'll get my number straight. Chris, that's real valuable. you got a freshman running back getting uh, really uh, significant minutes in a playoff game is uh, is real, real big time. That, that, that bodes well for the future. Ten minutes to go in the game. Four Payne leading 31-21. Ball now first to go inside the alpha red zone. But the cab fix it first down at the seven. They turn, hand it to Bose. DeBose trying to go around left side. He's in the uh, three. He's in. He's just scored. And he scores. Touchdown, Four Payne. <laughs> That was about as non-eventful of a touchdown as you'll see. Just like, wait a minute, guys, he scored. Hey, after the carnival, not everything's <laughs> non-eventful. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's no more eventful touchdowns. I need to find out what the name of that play was. Yeah, we'll give it a call. Well, he kind of got slung into the touchdown, so I mean, nobody really reacted. Yeah. All right, so Fort Payne after the touch, after the six points, will attempt the Thrive Outdoor extra point. 9.53 to go in the game. Fort Payne able to answer the Blue Devils. Snap. Hold is down. Kick is up and away. And it's good. So with 9.53 to go in the game, Fort Payne now leading Mortimer Jordan 38-21. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your... Alright, we're back where your Fort Payne Wildcats take a 38-21 lead after they answer the Blue Devil touchdown with a touchdown of their own. 9.53 to go in the game. Fort Payne will be kicking off, as uh, Brian likes to say, or maybe needs to say more often, clicking on all cylinders. Oh, wow, there's a good kick. And this one's oh. kicked. Oh, oh, it's out of bounds. It is, Dang. 
it went out of bounds right before the orange post, so it'll be a penalty on Fort Payne again. That's about as close as you can get to being in the end zone and still going out of bounds. So they'll get the ball first and 10 from there on 35 after the illegal procedure the second time in a row for Fort Payne. And, and Chris, this is one of those moments as a head coach for Coach Elmore that you're going, okay, let's just not, I mean, <laughs> everything that could possibly be bad is going through your mind. Don't let this happen. Don't let that happen. Let's hang on. And you just start every little thing like a kick out of bounds like that. You're going, oh, no. The last series for Mortimer Jordan, they had a big run, a penalty. This, they're going to throw a gonna Ooh, reverse. Ooh, good hit there. there. He's going to lose four yards. It'll be second and 14. Yeah, there's your north-south all-star right there. Bennett Blanks on the play. So if Mortimer Jordan tried something a little fancy with a double, I know, a reverse. I was expecting to throw it back to Ames for a pass because it looked like that's where it was headed. All right, so second and 14 for the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. They have the ball on the four, on their own 31-yard line. Fort Payne leading 38-21, 9-22 to go in the game. Ames is your quarterback. He's going to look to throw. He throws to his running back gains over on the, on the flats on the left side. Fort Payne runs him out of bounds. He picks up uh, about a yard. It'll be third and 14 or 13, let's see. It's going to be more like third and 12. I guess yeah. they'll give him two. Yeah, this is really what you want your Fort Payne defense doing. Just slow and steady. Make them earn it. Don't give anything cheap. I was told not to believe in jinxes, but if things hold, Fort Payne could be matching up with Muscle Shoals next week. Yeah, Muscle Shoals is doing their job over there, 35-7 in the third or fourth maybe now. All right, Ames looks about look to throw. Fort Payne flushes him out. Forty gives chase. He's coming near side, and he's going to throw it downfield. Oh, had a man, but it's knocked down. By was, the, that, was that Hayden Harrell that knocked it down, or was that Carter Tinker? It was Tinker. Okay. <laughs> He had number two in the flat about about 15 yards up, but he threw it right at a Fort Payne defender in between them. Yeah, they're going to punt here in, in Fort Payne's. Uh, Boy, Chris, they just, uh, I would think you're going to see a steady run here. They're going to bleed some clock. Up 17. I would imagine you're going to see some Caden Dubos, uh, maybe even some Caden Adams. I thought he did a great job. Just leave him in there and let him get some experience and tote that mail. All right, fourth and 12, 12 seconds left on the play clock. 8.58 to go, here's the punt. This one kind of spirals, it's gonna take a Fort Payne hit, and they're gonna just catch it where it bounced up. So that looks like the 42, that's where Fort Payne will put it in play, first and 10 from their own 42. Leading 38-21 with nine minutes to go in the, this first round playoff game, Brian. Yeah, every time I try to predict Coach Elmore's gonna go to a uh, more of a stall, slow down, bleed clock offense, and he'll throw one deep. Try to go over top and score again, which is well. We, so far, we have not have not done that with Cody. Now I think they tried to do it a couple times, but but Dax didn't have enough time in the backfield to throw make a throw on it. And he's gonna hand it off to Bose in the backfield. Bose hit quickly, drop for about a yard gain. It'll be second and nine. Yeah, Four Payne's defense can hold serve. I think Four Payne's offense is content. Run a couple minutes off, punt it back, and let's just play back and forth for a little bit and run this clock down. Bringing Adams back in. All right, 8.25, 38-21 lead for the Wildcats. They've got four receivers, three far side, one near. Adams is your running back next to Varnador. Varnador's going to hand it off to Adams. Adams 
Goes nowhere. He's dropped for uh, about a yard loss. It's going to be third and ten. Yeah, and, and at this point in the game, Chris, Mortimer Jordan knows the same thing. They know what they're doing. And so they're stacking the line, just going to try to try to play stall this thing out and let's uh, let's get out of here with a win. I mean, up three scores. As long as Fort Payne doesn't make massive mistakes, this game, this, the clock's going to run out on them. Vornador in the shotgun, slaps his hand a couple times. The Blue Devils don't move. Looks over the sideline to Coach Elmore for something different. They'll move Adams to his left. He's going to fake the handoff. Quick throw to Oliver. Oliver catches it at the 45, but that will bring up fourth and four. Well, they'll say three, I can't add. <laughs> I mean, I really miss the sticks, man. Those sticks were so handy. <laughs> Last week at, Cle at uh, Cherokee County, they had sticks that gave you the distance <clears throat> and the down, so it was real easy. Just look at the sticks. All right, seven, ten, <laughs> and counting. Aiden Chambers got a little sleepy there on the sideline. Oh, yeah, he's way out here. They are yelling at him, boy. Seventeen seconds. <laughs> he was way back here. I, I think he's practicing kicking. He's back here. He's way away. Eight seconds left. They need to snap the ball quickly. Six fifty-three to go, and they do snap it. And here's the ball and it's kick. Nice kick. It's a little bit of a spiral. Takes a Fort Payne roll to the 20. Let it stop. Don't touch it. Don't, don't touch, touch it. it. Gonna roll. Don't touch it. It's going to roll to the 15, and that's where the Morbid Jordan will put it in play. Yeah, don't touch it. Make the official blow it dead. Don't uh, pick it up. Oh, El Elmore's on him. Even though it was a good kick, he's no, like, he's on him. <laughs> he's still on him. You weren't paying attention, bro. Yeah, that's uh, that's that thing I was talking about earlier. Coach Elmore is like, every, we, nothing goes wrong right now, and any slip up. Pay attention. That's the, uh, as a kicker, you hear this a lot. You got one job. You got one job. <laughs> 6.39 to go in the game. Fort Payne leading 38-21 over Mortimer Jordan here in the first round playoff game. Looking to extend their season. Ames rolls out left. Finds his uh, receiver, but he falls down for about a five-yard gain up to the 20. Be second and five or six. Remember, stay tuned after the game. Uh, Monk and Sammy score report to find out all the area scores around the state. Fort Payne giving chase to Ames, trying to get out. He does. He comes over this near side. He throws ahead. Has a receiver, but just a little overhead. Pass goes incomplete. Hey, stuff those stockings this Christmas with music accessories. Bench-made knives or beautiful jewelry from Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Go see them at Patterson Music and Jewelry for all your Christmas needs. 610. To go in the game, 38-21. Now, Chris, it's, uh, I think we at least need to get the suitcase out of the closet. I'm not sure it's time to pack it, but it looks like we may be heading. Start booking a hotel room. Heading west. Rames, nobody in the backfield looking to throw. He's oh got my a man goodness. wide open. Oh, my and goodness, he Chris. Make the catch. Wow. Oh, my goodness. He was so wide open. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I've been there, dude. I, I know that play. <laughs> You're so wide open, you can't think straight. Oh, my goodness. He had uh, Bennett Blanks by about seven steps. He would have been off. Hey, it was over. I mean, it was it was touchdown. And, and, and Chris, that's a – as I mentioned, pulling a suitcase down. I need to put those words back in my mouth. Yeah, he's, he's, and, sick, uh, he's sick too. He really, he really overran the pass. If he just slows his feet down about two steps, it drops right in his hands. 
All right, so fourth down play for the uh, Blue Devils. They throw across the middle. Has a receiver complete up to the 40, no to 38-yard line. Yeah, It'll be it, first and 10. And that's fine. I, that right there is fine. What Bennett Blanks did is not fine. You can't do that. There's things that can't happen, and there, there's things that shouldn't happen. There's things that can't happen. That's a can't happen. All right, with him running out of bounds, that'll stop the clock with 5.55 to go in the game. 38-21 lead for the Wildcats. Mortimer Jordan, first and 10 from the third on 39. Ames again looking to pass. He finds a man way open in the flats here near us at the 45 to 50. He's at the 440. He's tackled okay. out of bounds at the 37-yard line. It's okay, even though Coach Prater doesn't think it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> In the overall scheme of things, you want to try to get good good defense. And Caden uh, uh, Kilgore, Hayden Presley, those guys, Mason Chandler, uh, just kind of those guys are getting a little bit tired now. They'll give him the 36, first and 10. Ames going to hand off to Gaines, the running back around the left side. They seal. He's at the 20. He gets the first down. He's at the 15, and he's tackled down at the 10-yard line. Yeah. All right, that runs the clock. It's 5:27 in counting. Yeah. Still not time to panic. Up 17. About to go under five minutes. First and 10 at the 11. They can get a first down. Ames rolls out right. Corpain gives chase. He finds a man there. That's he gets a around pick. him and touchdown. That's a pick. That was a pick. It is not called. They're clearly a pick. <laughs> How do you miss that? So, seven-yard touchdown for the Morton Jordan Blue Devils. Well. Well, the Fort Payne defender thought it was a pick, but I thought I thought old Coach Elmore had been there, been there a little bit more. Yeah. All right, so Mortimer Jordan lines up for the extra point. And it's up and away, almost blocked by Fort Payne, but it's still good. So with 5.13 to go in the game, it's now 38 to 28. 10-point lead for the Wildcats. We'll take a 30-second we'll timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Wildcats Stadium where Mortimer Jordan gets a quick touchdown. It's 38-28, 10-point lead, 5-13. Still a good good amount of time to play. Yeah, Fort Payne can bleed a couple of minutes off of this. Um, it's going to force Mortimer Jordan to have to score and then probably onside kick, which they're doing right so now. Right now, Fort Payne feels it. Great job. Forward. So Fort Payne will have a great field position at their own 48-yard line. Great job, Nolan Fowler there. Everybody holding tight, not dropping too quickly, which puts Fort Payne in a great position offensively. And even if Fort Payne has to punt it away, they're, they're in this spot, they're going to be able to pin them back. So if Fort Payne can get a couple of first downs, take three or four minutes off, then it's going to really put Mortimer Jordan in a bind close this game out. Just keep everything in front of you. Make good solid blocks. Try to gain a little bit on each play. And let's go. Four receivers for four pain. DuBose in the backfield with Varnador. He's going to get the handoff up the middle. Good He's tackled up. after three yards. It'll be second and seven. More importantly, it keeps the clock running. Under five minutes to go in this one. 38-28 lead for the Wildcats. 
I think I think the song Nick is big in the high school band. Uh, evidently so. As long as they keep it clean. Because <laughs> LSU does not. <laughs> All right, second and seven. 440 and counting as Four Payne takes their time getting into play. 17 seconds left on the play clock. DeBose is still in the backfield with Varnador. Four receivers still, three near and one far. They're going to hand it to Bose. No, fake it. Varnador's going to keep it, and he gets hit. Oh, he luckily he ducks out. I thought he was going to get hit twice. He picks no, it up. I think. All right, so a timeout's taken by Mortimer Jordan. We'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Wildcat Stadium. We're here in the first round playoff game between your Fort Payne Wildcats and the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. Wildcats lead 38-28 with 418. They have the ball on the Mortimer Jordan 37, I mean 47-yard line. Yeah, so Mortimer Jordan uses one of their timeouts, got two left. Fort Payne certainly could uh, run or pass here. Just don't know with Coach Elmore what he's going to try. Fake the hand off to Boast. A quick pass over here That's to Fowler, and he'll go out of bounds at the 40 for DeKalb, fix it first down. So, such a tough, that's where Four Payne creates such good mismatches, and Nolan's so quick on his feet. Just a little in and out route, a little, little slant into the sideline, and um, it's tough to cover that. So first and 10 for the Wildcats on the Mortimer Jordan 40, 412 and counting, 38-28. Wildcats lead. They can't off to the boat, so they throw it out to... Uh, Griggs on the right. Griggs up to the up to the 36-yard line. It'll be yep. about a four-year, three-yard game. It'll be second and seven. Just a long handoff there, Chris. A, a little out route, a little bubble screen. It's just like a long handout, handoff. Clock's going to run. Fort Payne going to slow down, calling the plays in, take their time, bleed this clock down, easily get under three minutes here in just a second. I would imagine Mortimer Jordan is probably going to have to use another timeout here shortly. Second down and seven for the Wildcats. 3.37 and counting. 14 seconds left on the play clock. Fort Payne leading 38-28. As Coach Elmore tells them to watch the play clock, we'll go on four, three or four seconds. And they hand it off to Bose. DeBose up the middle. He's he loose. Goes. He's at the 30. He gets out of a tackle. He's at 25-20. He's at the right side. He's at the 10. <laughs> he's still going. He's still up. And he's got it in. Touch. No, touchdown, Fort Payne. <laughs> All right. Wow. Or you could just do that, Chris. How about you that? Just do that. Nice running by the Run that coach. touchdown play, coach. <laughs> Why didn't he run that earlier? Run that touchdown play. <laughs> All right, with that, Fort Payne up 44-28 with 3-11 to go. I call that the old dagger. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that goes a long way to booking our trip to Muscle Shoals next weekend. <laughs> he said... Book and we're going to take a jet out there. <laughs> All right, Fort Payne lines up for the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. 
Body snap, hold is down, kick is up. And of course, it's good. All right, with 3.11 to go in the game, Fort Payne now leads 45 to 28 over the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. We'll be back after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome back in to Wildcats Stadium in Fort Payne, Alabama on a cool, crisp first-round playoff night. Wildcats score again as they now lead the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils 45-28 with 3-11 to go in the game. And here's the kick. Let's see if this one stays inbound, Brian. And it does. It goes deep in the end zone for a <laughs> touchback. And everybody applauds the straight-on kick. That's right. That's one of those where, you know, I, I'm going to hit this four-iron 185 yards somewhere. I just don't know which direction it's going to go. You sound like me. I can hit it too. He's going, to, he's going to kick it long enough to go in the end zone. Now, whether or not it gets towards the end zone, that's a different thing. So Mortimer Jordan will get the ball first and 10 from their 20 down a bunch. I'm not going to do the math. 17. 17, 45, 28, 211 to go. Now, this is the old don't let Bennett Blanks uh, give up a big play here. Ames, he's going to throw it out quick and just out of the reach of his uh, receiver over there on the far side. Yeah. Pass incomplete. Uh, you know, just looking at how, how Fort Payne has played Mortimer Jordan, they've scored some points, and, and Fort Payne's defense is getting up some yards. But, well, i tell you what, our, Fort Payne's offense is just uh, incredibly potent um, and just seems to grind, be able to grind against just about anybody. So you never can tell. Muscle Shoals is an undefeated team, but uh, this Fort Payne offense can score. Gaines gets the handoff. He picks up five yards. It'll be second and five, or second and six after a four-yard game. It'll, so be interesting, yeah, it'll be interesting next week, Chris, how, how Fort Payne game plans needing Caden Dubos in the backfield and also at outside linebacker and how they rotate in uh, Cooper Jackson to replace Caden on defense and Caden Adams to replace him on offense. Gaines looking to throw deep. He has a man and just out of his reach, of, it bounces off his hands, incomplete. It'll be fourth down and five. He had, he had his receiver. Yeah, he's had that a lot. It's, that's the thing that, that Mortimer Jordan has missed having tonight is the ability to go to those plays and produce, and they just haven't on those uh, on those uh, long, deep balls or even medium balls. They just had a lot of drops, a lot of overthrows, and two picks. to play. Ames looking to throw. Has a man over the middle. Out of his hands. Passing complete. Fort Payne will get the ball turnover on downs. Leading 45 to 20. That'll probably do it. Bro. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Fort Payne will uh, be close to, I'm, I'm imagining they might, I don't know, they may they may be down 17 and they just let Fort Payne run the clock out. But um, for those of you folks that are listening to this live or even if you are uh, watch this on tape delay on FPTV, uh, Y'all really need to consider uh, driving over and helping support these kids next weekend. Uh, one of the things that can help give Fort Payne uh, 
just a, a sense of, of importance and value is for us to have a big crowd next weekend at, Mount, at Muscle Shoals. It's a long drive, but these kids have, have worked their tails off. And so driving uh, however long it is to get over to Muscle Shoals is a small price to pay compared to the price that they've had to pay all season to get to this point. So it'd be awesome if uh, several of us, all of us tried to, to make our way over to Muscle Shoals next weekend and, and show some support. Sorry about that, Brian. Four paying gains a yard will be second and nine. Win or lose, in the name of the game, Brian is sportsmanship in our education-based high school athletics. The lesson learned on the court and in the bleachers is good sports are winners no matter what the score. Support high school athletics with good sportsmanship. Minute 54 to go, 45-28 lead for the Wildcats. Varnador will milk the clock down, play clock that is. He'll snap it with two seconds left. Hand it off to his running back, Adams. Adams dragged down for about another yard gain. It'll be third and seven, or third and eight. Muscle shows, I mean, Mortimer Jordan, I think, calls a timeout. They will call a timeout. Let's take a 30-second with them. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football after this. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your projects. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. as Fort Payne tries to put a, a cap on this one as they lead 45-28. to 28, Minute 39 to go in this first-round playoff game against Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. It is third and seven for the Wildcats. They're going to hand it off to Adams. Adams has a hole. He's through. He's at the 15, the 10, the 5. And he, he goes out of bounds at the 1. <laughs> i tell you what, Chris. That's sportsmanship that right is, there. That is real sportsmanship. And, and maybe Coach Elmore, I'm, I'm thinking maybe he told him that. But uh, unbelievable. If he didn't tell him that, then that's really remarkable to understand the moment that he was in and what Fort Payne has in front of him. Just just kneel on it, get out of here, and let's go. Uh, but I would imagine Coach Elmore may have told him that. It'll be an interesting question to ask Coach Elmore because we'll get to interview him next week. That's a, that's a, that's incredible sportsmanship for sure. Well, you could pad it on, but instead you do not. So Fort Payne ends in the victory formation from the one. That's where he ran out of bounds. Warnador takes a knee. So it'll be minute 22 and counting. It'll be second down and goal from the two now, or three, after the kneel down. 45-28 lead. That's you know that's that that says a lot about the coach and the players. Yeah. Yeah, Coach Elmore, just a, and I've told us, I've said this on the air before, and I'll say it again. Um, I could not uh, ask for better guys to have our kids play for than these this coaching staff, starting with Coach Elmore and all the, I mean, all the assistants. Uh, they deserve this. They deserve the opportunity to go to a second round playoff game, and um, going to be a tough, tough task. I mean, this Muscle Shoals is undefeated. Really done a lot of dominate throughout the season. And it's going to be a tall task to go over there and pull out a win. But they're going to have the opportunity to. They're closing this one out. And 
and that will do it as they uh, kneel on the second down play, but the play clock is greater than the game clock, so 23 seconds and counting as Fort Payne will just run off the field. They can't, uh, Mortimer Jordan can't do anything to stop the clock. Uh, Mortimer Jordan has dropped helmets. Yes. I know it's a hard to. It's tough. It's tough. It's your last game, but you got to. These are, these are always lessons to be learned. Yeah. And the clock does expire. So your four paid Wildcats are winners in their first round game as they defeat the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils 45-28. We'll take a two-minute timeout, come back and discuss this one, hear from Coach Elmore right after this with more four paid Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties, get the
Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate...
So, Coach, we had an amazing round one playoff. We had great competition out here tonight, Coach. Um, what were some of the plays you feel that really helped us, you know, get the victory over tonight? Uh, so many. Um, a lot of great plays by a lot of great kids on our team. Uh, you know, it, it, they made their plays too, and then they kept hanging around. And uh, you know, I thought when they made it 38-28, we had a, we had a big drive in front of us and uh, good good conversion on third down uh, from Dax to, to, to Nolan Fowler was big. And but there was a lot of big plays, and it was it was offense, defense, it was everybody, and, and it took the whole team. And I can't be so more proud of them. Like I told, just told them to be sitting there. You know, five weeks ago, uh, coming back from Lee at three and three, and, and feeling like the world had kind of falling out from under our feet uh, after that loss uh, to come back and win, you know, for the next five uh, and advance the second round of the playoffs. I'm, I can't tell you how proud I am. And it's them. It's their toughness. It's their resiliency. It's their competitive fire. Uh, they did it, and I'm proud of them, and, and, I, and I can't wait to watch them compete against next Friday. All right, thanks, Coach. Congratulations. Thank you.